got ice in my veins. Walk like a champion, champion, champion. I'm so cold blooded. I fear nobody. Ain't no letting down. I won't let you down. Cause I got ice in my veins. I talk like a champion, like a champion. I'm so cold blooded. I'm so cold blooded. I fear nobody. I fear nobody. I walk like a champion. What is up, everybody? This is episode 183 of the Saratobi Sports Podcast coming to you live from beautiful Baldwin, New York, here at Regrown Recording Studios, bringing you in, as always, your lovable host, Just Stuck in Transition. Oh, no, not Just Stuck in Transition. Just Oof. Stuck in Traffic, Just in Transition, Just on his damn phone. Most importantly, Just a Friend, JT. That's what real fear in his voice everybody. if you hear that, guys. You know what it is? It's all the smoke. The smoke Facts. in the air, everything. I'm all discombobulated. Mm. I couldn't even you breathe. Don't, want the smoke. don't I do not want the smoke. It is, it is crazy out here in New York right now. To my right... A man that needs some introduction. The guy in his God himself, Dijon Mustard, Celine Dijon, and Chat DPT. John Mooch, everybody. What up, what up? I want to shout out all the aunties with gold teeth. Um, and everyone who has an auntie with gold teeth. We out here. Hey. And to my far right, a man that needs no introduction. He walks with a cane not because he has to, but because he needs to. The deacon of demon time. The Bishop of Bitches, Mr. Worldwide West. Everywhere I go, live Worldwide Mess. What's going on, everybody? <clears throat> Damn. Yeah, smoke getting smoke, smoke, right? Yeah. Smoke getting to me, too. Yeah, New York is yellow right now, I mean, man. Don't, huh? don't smoke be touching you pretty often? Nah, I'm taking a break. But <laughs> <laughs> the the bad smoke been been, been, get, been getting it in, though. Been doing this bad thing. You oh, mean? boy. Oh, man, man, man. And to my far right, so far right, he is in the other room. The Saratobi sound man himself. The great Gabagool, Greg Postovich, Matt Barber, everybody. AKA, not the tallest member, but the member with the tallest personality. Ooh. I thought you were going to say that. You the, know what I mean? I thought, I I thought you were just going to say he's the tallest member. I'm not going to lie. That's a pretty good one. I, I also thought it was going to be something phallic, but not that. <laughs> My personality is 6'5. Hey, there That's you all go. Nice. What, what, was the, what was the line from, uh, what was it? Uh, Super bad? No, not even oh, I was, th- I was thinking, but the funny thing about my back is it's on my penis. <laughs> <laughs> no, I was thinking of a line from one of the presidents, uh, Teddy. And he was like, what was it? Like, walk up. Um, car- oh, stay um, quiet and carry a big stick. Yeah, something like that, right? That's where I, that's where I thought yeah, Matt was walk, going with it. walk quietly but carry a big stick, I mm. believe. I feel like that's what Matt does because he don't say shit on the pod. But, I mean, he don't have to. He do everything else. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> when you do everything else, you don't. You you kind of get a you you kind of get a pass there. Hey, Matt you know? talks in our in our weeb segment, man. Yeah, he does. Yeah, he does. He does. He does. He's an important what part of that segment. Me? Yeah. What more do you want? That was a missed joke of reparations. We want more. We need more. Uh, but you know what? Yeah, it's uh, if you're in New York. Trying to stay safe out there. I know it's supposed to be uh, clearing up soon, but I mean, it's it's brutal. It was brutal out there the last two days. Mm-hmm. Um, My job told me I could work from home more. So so that that tells you everything that that you need to know. Oh yeah. So remember that work conversation from last week? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and I still stand by everything I said. <laughs> um, yeah. If y'all gonna be outside for an extended time, wearing a mask would be a good idea. 
That is a That's a fact Master fuck up Like it smelled like Memorial Day weekend outside it's But not in a good way Like No not in a, No not in a so, Campfire It is uh, it, You know what it looks like outside It looks like a cross between Narcos and Breaking Bad When they go to Mexico mm. That's what Yeah somebody was like It looked like Breaking Bad Mexico Or yep. some shit like that I'm right. like ah. It's uh, What do you call it It literally looks like Every Like every war movie That has been made Post 1995 that's, that's, that's what it looks like Like Iraq Afghan, Saudi Arabia, like that's what it's looking like outside with the yellow tint. Speaking of, I found it interesting that yes. you just said Afghan. Yeah, why? Because you said the full name of the other countries. Eh, it is what it is. There's yeah. more pressing matters. Ahead. There are more pressing matters because speaking of Saudi Arabia, if you haven't heard, which you know what, did I, you get flewed out? I did not get flowed out. No, I did not. I will never. <laughs> I have get, no. I have no intention of actually going to Saudi Arabia. To get flew, really? Yeah, I, I just don't. Well, Saudi, yeah, it makes sense. Dubai is different. Um, I don't have any intention of going to Dubai either. I heard it's a good trip. I, I I've heard some good things. I know people who have made that trip before. Um, Why don't you want to go? I just don't really have a desire. I feel like you're not a jet setter type dude. I'm not. No, I'm. I'm very, not to say homebody, but I don't have that like. Oh, I gotta go travel here, and so, I gotta, gotta travel here. Unlike Miles, Miles is a resident travel guy. That's a fact. Uh, uh, well, I live vicariously. Miles is the PTO king. I live vicariously yeah. through Miles. I gotta, yes. I, the patron of PTO. The patron, the patron of PTO. Is, the patron saint of PTO. That's Be, what it is. Because I, like I because I swear to God, one thing about me, I'm a book the flight, and I'm a, <laughs> and I'm gonna figure everything else out later. Like, I yeah, I respect it. That's what I said. Dubai I live, is definitely on the list, though. I live vicariously through Miles through his <laughs> IG story. So it's like, all right, if Miles is there, I'll just see you sights. All right, cool. See, you know who I live vicariously through your cousin, because that nigga. Oh, Chris. Chris, <laughs> Chris, Chris be that, outside. That nigga be outside like yeah, you know he's in columbia right now of right? course yeah, yeah he, he, not even, he, he ain't worried about his exact right words were quote running away from my problems <laughs> basically um but yes saudi arabia why i bring that up because live golf and if you don't know live golf is a was a new golf league that was created or backed by a lot of saudi money um a few years ago and it kind of put a threat ish to the PGA Tour, uh, basically they were just like, yo, we got this new golf league and we're just going to throw a boatload of money at people. Come play. And guys on the PGA Tour took them up on their offer and were like, hey, you're going to give me 100, 100 mil? F it. I, I don't, blood money? Who gives a shit? Right? <laughs> but the PGA Tour wasn't happening. They're like, nah, we stand for morals and things like that. If you play and live, you can't play in any PGA stuff. Basically. They're like, yo, like you can't do this. Like, And, you know, there's the whole thing with like how terrorist that did 9-11 was backed by a bunch of saudi people and saudi money and things like that and like everything that happens in saudi arabia like yeah. the, the the human rights violations mm -hmm. and the women's rights things and it's just like ah now jt just... you you're a little bit more tapped in with the golf shit than me so let yeah. me just let me ask you this so b so pga are there are are there golfers on contracts or is just basically what, you're part of an so you're part of you're a member yes it's like it's like you're it's almost like a big ass country club, but yeah. you're a member, mm -hmm. and, and you got to be nice enough to qualify for the shit. Yes, it's like you can have like regular like like the a guy a few weeks ago. Um, he had like I forget his name. The dude from Long Island, apparently. Like he I was know, the yeah, one that yeah, was like yeah, doing well at the uh, that one of the big like golf tournaments. Mm -hmm. Um, so you have you have to qualify, but then there's also like you're part of the tour, so you're doing all the PJ Tour events and things like that. Right. They didn't want their golfers to be associated with this which was technically a competing mm -hmm. you entity, know yeah. and entity yeah. that it also has 
was being backed by blood money. And the PJ Tour went on this whole big thing, and they even, like, they were, like, even the ones that were bringing up, like, 9-11 and things like that back when they were going on, the, on their smear campaign of Live, mm-hmm. like, a year ago. Now, we get the notification, oh, yeah, PJ Tour and Live are a uh, big merger. Yeah, I... Nasty business. <laughs> who bought yeah. who? So, nobody no, bought... They they just, they they're just, just merging. They're just merging. So who's gonna be in charge? It's gonna be a board of both. Probably gonna, yeah. I would assume. I would assume so. I think or, it's, or or whoever is is fronting the most money. So I think it's That's live. What I'm saying, yeah. Live is coming. Side is fronting more money. I would I would think that live is fronting more money. Yes. But I also feel like PGA is bringing more of the association golfers that because mm. PGA has the brand power. Yes. Live has the money backing. So it's like a all right. But that's what my my question is more so is who's gonna be making these decisions? It can be more PGA decisions or more live decisions because then we can go into like. How is that relationship really going to be after not only this whole smear campaign, but mm-hmm. what what sort of things are going to go by? Is and the fact guess, that they were being taken to court, be, they were suing each other. They were they were they were literally <laughs> and, and they said on ESPN is like, oh yeah, all litigation is now over between, yep. <laughs> between the golfers and shit. But I would assume that like it's still going to be a P, like when I say PGA Face Tour, like it's mm-hmm. probably still going to be like they're still going to have the Masters, they're still going to have all the big tournaments and whatever big ass tournament that they that they're going to end up having in Saudi Arabia or whatever. So I would think that PGA still is like the face, but like you said, Liv got the Liv got the backing for real. Mm. I just can't believe Tiger Woods turned down seven to eight hundred million dollars for for Liv Golf. That just it was a little that, more because they were giving him like partial owners rights and stuff in the league. Like they mm. was really gonna like they were like, "Yo, come over here." And mm. and and it's it's so crazy because um, earlier I was I was reading something and it's a real wise quote like if you don't sell out somebody's gonna sell you out first and that's everybody has a price everybody has everybody, a, everybody has, has a price, a price. Jesus, say that all the time and you I think we've seen it when when Phil Mickelson controversially went over there um to live golf last year but um yeah, but, but 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 Phil had some money problems so I understood why he went but I'm just <laughs> but but if yeah. you if you he had some money problems if you offering a nigga that much that's though, true again it's like yo everybody has a price and even the golfers that that turn all of that money down they're not getting getting that now because now it's merged Tiger's not getting that Rory's not getting that JT's not getting that well I feel really bad for Rory because Rory turned it down and they basically made him the spokesperson for PJ like nah. Everybody that goes to live is a traitor. Mm-hmm. This, that, and the third, blah, blah, blah. Like you're not, y'all, y'all not real. Just for them to merge, and now it's like he it's basically just, is saying like, "Yo, you, you use me as a, your sacrificial lamb." Yep. I, what am I supposed to do now? I was just on this big smear campaign of fuck live, and you guys just joined up with them. So now it's like every time I'm golfing, I'm, I'm taking the money is coming from them as well. Yeah. So what was the point of it all? Yeah, that's and it makes him look bad, especially amongst. Um, amongst the fans because this is like my boy now you look crazy because you wanted to rep PGA and it's fucked up it's just always just reinforcing just how these motherfuckers really don't like y'all gotta remember this shit is a business they it's business. don't care bro they really don't care and it's not a wild thing to like say that and it's like we're seeing it being super evident here right and another one of those things that it's funny because um I saw, I think it was the tweet they were talking about, or it was the tweet or TikTok they were talking about, like, how, um, like, they're like, are the people who are really golf fans, they're like, them motherfuckers are evil. And then someone quoted it was like, I saw a video of a turtle that walked onto a golf course and it got booed. And they were like, see, golf golf fans are evil. Yeah, because if you really sit around and watch golf on TV, you deserve Bro, think about it, think about it, right? That squirrel wasn't booed. Oh, I think he, he, oh, yeah, he was cheered, yes. <laughs> but it's two different types of sports, though, like, because golf is like you need, like, the quiet. And, oh, like, no, the, the turtle. Bro, move. I'm trying to shoot. 
It's a big ass course. I'm trying to shoot any and distraction. Slow as shit. Any distraction, I'm upset. But nah, it's it's I don't know. It's just it's crazy. It, it just makes me it just makes me curious because this is not like the only situation in which the the the, the Saudi Arabians are um backing so much money into sports because you see it with soccer too you see what's going on how they offered Messi a little bit over a million dollars they just a billion well, billion with the b no yeah yes exactly a little over a billion dollars and actually probably more than that because it's the the second offer that he that they offered him was like 1.6 they just offered benzema like 200 a year 200 million a year to play same thing with um with, with cristiano ronaldo and it just makes me curious like at what point do y'all think this is going to take a transition to to other sports? I think because um, I I think that's that's what's next. If you think about it, like it, it it's a trend. I and that, it's a trend, and now you, like with basketball, I, so, I I think it only happens in sports that are truly like you can compete around the world, right? Mm-hmm. Like I think I can't ever see it happening for basketball because. The top players want to compete, mm. right? And the only place that you could really compete in, this is not saying that there aren't good leagues around the world, but the best players in the NBA, you don't see them going to those other leagues for a reason. And you also see the best players from those other leagues don't always succeed when they come here, right? It's a huge bear. Like it is the NBA and then everyone else, Thanks. right? So I think because that gap is so large, it won't happen in those other sports with the players of that caliber because the players of that caliber can always just milk the shit out of here right i think um i think it works in those other sports because there's so many different countries that you can compete at the highest level yes you can sit here and acknowledge that um england is the best overall league right but you still have teams and other leagues that are not maybe not the exact same level but that gap is a lot smaller you're talking about for i don't know for, for soccer for soccer oh. right so like or they have some they have the fucking champions league where you get the best teams from around the world yeah right yeah, I mean, there, there is no league is, the, is the cream of the crop there right. there's no there is none of that for um for like basketball like you could take a lower seed in the nba and they'll still be pretty competitive in the best league i'll take college i'll take co- yeah. some college teams i could be yeah. a bunch of the pro teams across the sea yeah. across well, so i just think oh. that that talent gap is too big and the fact that like most of the talent is from the U.S., where those other sports, it's talents from around the world. Mm-hmm. So because they're from the U.S. and they're most likely not gonna branch out to those things, right? Like I feel like that's where it comes from. I mean, I don't know. I I, I kind of disagree. I, I I I always feel like it's about the money, and I think the money really changes things for a lot of people, especially people that have never had money. I'm not saying that if they offered LeBron 300 million dollars a year, he's gonna go over there and play. I mean, shit, he might. But if the money over there is right. The NBA is the biggest talent pool in the entire world, but it's mm-hmm. also paying guys the most. It's paying guys up to $50 million, $60 million a year. You're telling me that if Liv, I said Liv, if Saudi Arabia came together and was just like, you know what, we're just going to offer guys $100 million contracts, and if they want to come and play, then they want to come and pay. That's untaxed money. That's money that they get to that, that they get to keep, that they get to keep building for generations. I don't, like, we've already seen it. Guys that didn't want to play in college, that went overseas because they wanted to fuck with the money. Niggas mm-hmm. like Brandon Jennings, you know what I'm saying? I feel like if the money was right, I, I think guys would go. I, I truly feel like that because even if you look overseas, you look in Europe, 
I think La Liga or I think La Liga is probably like the next best basketball league in the world. Mm-hmm. I think the highest paid player annually making like what like five like five million. I just saw I just saw it. It's five. It's like five point four million. Mm. You telling me that more guys wouldn't go over overseas if there was if yeah, there wasn't more money? Yeah, but the top talent isn't doing. It. And I don't I think, think it's even, a, I don't think it's about the top talent though. I think it's about the money. Well, I think, my thing is the the people going there mm-hmm. are literally the best players essentially ever for a sport when they're done doing everything else. That's a fact. Like, you're gonna sit here and tell me like you you take the the players of that caliber. Let's say the top ten mm-hmm. players of the NBA. Yes. Like I'll say older. Than 29 or 30. Okay. Right? Do you think any of those players would go play in another league? If the money was right, yes. That Because all the thing about it is all of those players, the reason they're still there and still trying to compete is because they want to win an NBA championship. I mean, that's what they're telling you, but if somebody offered them so what if, someone, me- if somebody offered them with Messi or with Ronaldo or with Benzema got, I promise you they would leave. Now? That's, a, that's a lot of money, John. It also helps. I know it's a lot of money. I know it's a lot of money. Like you can literally, you can literally go over there for two years, play, make five hundred million dollars, come back, and still do that. Like Messi is in a position where he just signed with Inter Milan in the U.S. Right for the next three, four, Miami. however many years. Miami. Yes. What did I say? Milan. Inter Milan. I said Inter Milan. I meant to say my, Inter Miami. Mm-hmm. Yes. Right. Um, they offered him whatever the fuck they offered him. He walked away from 1.6 billion. If in three years he want to walk away from what they, from what the U.S. just offered him, he can still go and do that. Yeah, at 38, but that right. doesn't carry over in sports like basketball. I mean, it doesn't carry over in sports like basketball, but you don't. But Messi's gonna be selling seats. It's more about the brand than it is. Just I about understand the, that, but again, player. Messi's done everything. Yeah, like the only player that you could say it's literally like if LeBron left right now and went to go think. We probably say like, can anyone see that happening? But has Kareem Benzema done everything? He hasn't done everything. But Kareem Benzema never cared about doing everything, and he was not at the same level as a player like Messi Ronaldo. So my point is that you're saying that Kareem Benzema, who is a who is a Ballon d'Or, he, well, he's a Ballon d'Or. He's done, no, he's done a lot. But yeah, but I can sit here and tell me he cared about doing everything to the same level as Messi and Ronaldo. And I will argue that the top ten players in the NBA that's over twenty nine, over thirty, like in that range, don't give a fuck about everything. Like niggas like Bradley Bill, you think Brad? You think if they offered Bradley Bill five? Hundred million dollars. He's not leaving. He I would go. I think he would go. Everybody has a price. Everybody has a price. Everybody got a price. I don't think compet. I don't. I honestly don't th- think competition is. I think so. As hard it is, but Bradley Beal. But are we sitting here and saying Bradley Beal's top ten? I'm saying, but that. that's what I'm saying. I'm saying the top level of talent. There's always going to be the players who like can't. Not, I'm not going to say it's not always can't do it because I'm. I He's still think. That, Bradley, I still think Dwight Dwight Howard can help a team. Yes, and shit like that. Right. That can go and play someone else for them, play um pay some play somewhere else for the money, but I'm talking about the top talent pool, like I mean, the the elite of the elite because Messi, Ronaldo, like those even Benzema, yeah. like those are the elite of the elite. Right, that's a fact. I'm saying the elite of the elite of the NBA can't see them doing that. I mean, I think Bradley Bill is still in the elite of the elite of the NBA. I don't think he's top ten right now, but I still think that he's a very good he's a very good player. He's a very he is a very good player, you know but I don't. Think, like, I wouldn't say he, he's in that that category that I'm talking about. So then, like he's not in the, so the Messi or the Ronaldo category. Okay, so then if we're talking about the Messi Ronaldo categories, all right, whatever. Messi chose the U.S. Ronaldo chose, um, chose Saudi 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 Arabia. Saudi, Saudi Arabia. Mm-hmm. Kareem Benzema, who is not on the caliber of either of those guys, chose Saudi Arabia and got that money. Mm-hmm. I'm saying that those guys they could offer a guy like Bradley Bill that much, and he could walk away from this shit. It's completely hypothetical, but Agreed. I'm just saying like. But I don't think it's, Bradley Beal is up there. I, I don't think he's up to that caliber. Okay. I, it would be I, it would be like KD, it's, it's Dame, it's, Steph, LeBron, like those that group. 
those those guys is all like old, like I mean like what like mid thirties, just about early thirties. Mm-hmm. So guess. those it's mid to late thirties. Mm-hmm. Like that's the group. That's and those are the guys who were the top ten, top five guys for a large chunk of their career. Right. Right. That's the group that I'm talking about, and I can't see people in those points leaving because especially in the NBA when they're at that point if they haven't won a championship already they're still trying to compete or they're trying to win another one at any point they think they could do that if they're on a team but period they, they right? would offer somebody the other, money and somebody would take it though I'm I agree because like like the points we've been making everyone has their price but that like that group I can see doing that because at that point most of the time they get hurt and they just don't end up playing anymore like you're telling me, even a player like Brandon against Roy a, against the best talent in the world. But even though. but the, even a player that gets hurt like Brandon Roy, if you really wanted to, he could have gone and played overseas. I mean, he could have. He could have. But I mean, is it, that's that's here or there? They're not playing like they're not like even at that point in the mid 2000s mm-hmm. of the NBA, they're not paying as much as what they're not paying. One, they're not paying as much as what they what they are now, and across the world, they're not paying. Across okay, so who's an injury prone superstar right now? Injury prone superstar right now, Kyrie Irving, Kyrie Kevin Irving. Durant. So you think, so you think Kyrie Irving, like, will go do it? No, hell no. Kyrie Irving is too much. Why would? Why wouldn't he? No, that nigga Muslim, right? No, he would fuck. He would no, fuck. No. He would fuck with him I'm real t- quick. That, that nigga is too. They, that they, nigga is they too give that nigga an extra hundred million because he don't need pork. He's, he's the only. He's the only. He's the only exception to the rule because I feel like that nigga is too sanctimonious, and he will go out of his way to make a point that he will not. Do you think Kevin Durant would do it? Yes, I think, I think KD would, would do it. it. I definitely think KD would do it. Actually, no. No, KD's a hooper. KD's, KD's, KD's of, yeah, not no. shit. KD's a hooper. KD's one of those like, no, I want to be, I want to perfect my craft against the best of the best. KD's a hooper. But if KD you ask me if a nigga KD, like Trey Young would do it, absolutely. I think KD would do it. And I think a lot but of Trey Young can do it and come back and still compete because of the age difference. I'm talking about Wait, so like, the people who spent their year, people spent the majority of their career in the top five and top ten in the league. Okay. Who are older now? Okay. That's that's who they're going for. The people who are established superstars who spent their time, who they know would leave their league. That's who the Saudis are going for. I feel like you got to think about it. If Messi, if they offered him ten years ago or five years ago, they probably did, and Messi didn't take it. Nah, I doubt it. I doubt it because this is all kind of happening now. This like this, all, yeah. this, this is all like this is all still new, and they still have. The all Saudis this money. really have just kind of just gotten into like this sports like thing over the past like mm. five like five ten years and what live golf started in 2021 like that's like that was the first big money back system that they had and i think it's just different too because like you have like you're competing against teams obviously or leagues that have caps right the nfl the nba right it's it's easier to do it with golf because they're it's all individual people you just have to have a big ass purse which is kind of why the pga tour and live merged because all right now you can get bigger purses for you know these the, these tournaments and things like that, and you can bring more TV revenue and all this other stuff. Everything you know, obviously mm-hmm. money related. Um, all the best players are from around the world, right? It's not a, just a collection of oh, the best players are in the U.S. The mm-hmm. le- best players are in England because we see people from Australia, Asia, Japan, like obviously Japan, China, like everywhere on the world competes. The Masters competes at the U.S. Open, things like that. Um, so it's easier to pry. Yeah, them away they're not attached to because anyway. they're not attached to anything um golf has always been an individual into individualistic sport and i think some guys yes i know everybody has their price but i think you'd have some guys do understand like the team aspect like all right is it just 
hypothetically speaking, if LeBron were to go over there, five hundred million dollars, one year contract, right? He probably would win a championship. Shit. Like he probably win a championship and collect the five hundred million. But it's like who, yeah, who who's, no play, who's, who's playing over there? But, like, is but, it just it is it just five no, Saudis but, but, off the street? But wait, like, but, but, but wait, I can't but wait, see but, LeBron but, but, doing but, that. But back to but back to what I'm saying though. Mm. If they offer him that money, like he's obvious, like LeBron is another nigga. He's done all he. He's can also do. a businessman LeBron's as well. LeBron's not taking that though. Uh, I LeBron, mean, you say that I don't think. I'll tell you exactly why he's not taking. How much does LeBron care about his legacy? I mean, he don't get. How much does LeBron care about his legacy? I don't think he cares anymore. Like I think he's done everything that he that he can. You do. think LeBron doesn't care about his legacy? Bro? I think he does. He's done. Every, he's thirty eight years old. He's done everything that he can do at this point in he's, his in his career. He's thirty six. Bro, he's thirty eight years yeah. old. There's you think not, LeBron does not care about his legacy the way people perceive point, him anymore? Like what more is there? That what more can LeBron do? What more can LeBron do at this point in his career? Winning the championship. He's not going to win another championship. Play with does his kid. He, does he feel that way? I don't know. Does, what he, does LeBron feel like he's okay, not going to win another championship? But, but LeBron, being, if he the, didn't, but why LeBron, is he being LeBron being the businessman that you describing him yes. as, that you describing him as, you think that he's walking away from uh, one point six million dollars, one point six billion dollars, like how Messi just did, bro? I promise you, he's not. One point six billion. That, that's, that's what Messi. He signed a billion dollar deal with Nike. Okay, you must sign a billion dollar with now Nike. Now you can have two billion, bro. Bro, he but then again, at the same, it's the same time, same, same reason. Think about all those stars. Kyrie not doing it because it's Kyrie. KD not doing it because it's Hooper. LeBron will not do it because he is constantly comparing his legacy to Jordan, and Jordan would have never done that shit. Well, Jordan would have never done that Jordan shit. Jordan would have started his own shit, league. <laughs> he would have like, fuck themselves. This shit was never fathomable back then. That's probably why. And I get that, but at the end of the Jordan day, we're still comparing LeBron's career it's also, to someone who played okay, in a different era, and right? That, and that's LeBron a, would not and, do and, it and, for and, that and, reason. And that's a fact, but I'm just saying, if you if they offer that nigga to pr- that much money, I don't think LeBron walking bro, away Bro, the only that, bro. person I can really see doing it, James Harden. I mean, I think James Harden would do it. I think James Harden would do it in a heartbeat. I don't think James Harden's the only person I think person James that, Harden that would, would sit here that would do, that for, would do for that well. category that I'm talking about a player. Mm-hmm. I think James Harden would sit here and go, yeah, nah, fuck it. Saudi, I'll go. Saudi Arabia I'm, I'm at the end. I'm probably not going. He's like, I'm probably not going not gonna to win a championship. I'll go. Or after he tries, he'll be with, as your favorite thing, both hamstrings hanging off the bone bro. at ah. age 39. And if they offered him, absolutely, he would go. These guys but for those other made, people bro. at that level, I can't see it. I'd like, to, I'd like to see a structure in place uh, for it. That'd be kind of cool to see. Um, but, yeah, it's just interesting. I mean, and then also is also the fact that, you know, I'd, we're thinking about, like, we've never even come close to smelling the amount of, like, a 180th of the money that LeBron has made mm-hmm. in his career, right? And, you know what, some people... You know, don't hold money as as valuable. Some people think, all right, you know what, two hundred mil in a lifetime is enough. You know, I'm not saying that everybody does. I mean, because again, five hundred million dollars for one year is it, that's an insane amount of money to turn down. Um, being look at it from like like Tiger Woods' perspective, right? Mm-hmm. He could have had almost a billion dollars, and I guess some. You know, what is the price of your soul? I guess is and and optics. So like in terms of like the legacy situation, right? How much of a ding does it put on LeBron's legacy? Because remember the whole China thing? Mm. How much of a ding would it put to LeBron's legacy or just personal image as a businessman to go play for the Saudis who have all these human rights violations and they're, you know, involved with 9-11 and all these other bad things that we condemn in the world? And so, just, just listen, to preface this, listen, we're not saying every Saudi person no, 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 or every no, no. Saudi organization just, is well, involved no, in 9-11. No, no, no. Right. We're yeah. talking about the specific the specific, things. yes. Okay. Yes. Well, you're, y'all, y'all are speaking of it in a sense of like, all right. So why yeah, Tiger turned him down? Why the Tiger turned him down doesn't matter because he's part of Live Golf now. He's yeah, part of, he's, he's literally 
an entity of live golf. Now. I agree, it but it it, it doesn't matter for the sake of this argument. It doesn't because because okay. we're gonna sit here and say the NBA is gonna merger with Tiger. Turn Tiger turned it down. I don't know why why, why Tiger turned it Tiger down. Tiger got a lot of stuff going on in his life anyway. So like Tiger also <laughs> at this point in his career, in the past five years of his career, has not been close to what LeBron is at this point. Exactly. Past, so past, he has all the reason to do it. All the reason to do what? Take the money? Yes. I don't know because oh. that nigga's that uh, nigga's all the reason that nigga's career net worth I, shit is crazy bro, high though. All too. the reason to take the money. No, 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 no. I think no. LeBron's is higher though. Yeah. No, LeBron. I'm saying, but I'm no, but I'm saying like Ty, I understand Tiger what you're still saying. is yeah, living but Tiger very, very also. Oh no, no, no. Yes, Tiger. Uh, the group of the players we're talking about are yeah. all living very comfortably. At the end of the day, I Phil. can't. I can't tell. <laughs> Yo, this nigga. Apparently, y'all going crazy. Apparently, y'all going crazy. Y'all going crazy. Don't quote me on it, but I heard some things. Personally. I have no, I have no idea what Tiger didn't take the money, but I bet you right now that nigga wish he did. No, right now, yeah, but that's also the, yeah. because they they merged the same thing with okay, same thing but that's everybody. a very that's a very big point in the conversation though. But that has nothing no, to do with only because it's, a person all, it's only and joining I, it, and that's bro, what we were talking about before. Okay, yeah. All I'm saying, all I'm saying is that if they offered him the right amount of money, I think he would leave. I don't think I, I don't think there's fault in me believing that. That's, that, that's you're something. saying LeBron. You can believe LeBron. whatever you want to leave, but I can disagree LeBron. with you. you of course, nigga. Like, that's saying, all that's happening. That's fine. Nah, I'm just, <laughs> makes for better radio. <laughs> better, better, better podcast. I'm just saying. I'm just saying, bro. This nigga, I'm yeah. telling you. I think I, I agree. Like, everybody has his price. Everyone I think has their somebody price. I, could I is it unfathomable unfathomable to think that LeBron wouldn't take the money? Absolutely not. Because everybody and their moms thought that the PGA tour that was literally suing these guys wouldn't take the money. They took the money. So I think uh, what is it? Colin Coward even said like, yeah, like if they offered me like ten million, twenty million, I'd, I'd definitely go and, and do stuff with Live. So oh, it's like, forget about it, bro. I'm telling you, like if they it, imagine they start getting media people over there too, they're so that's that's that, that's so that's mm-hmm. the thing. And the thing is, like, it's not like the tournaments were happening in Saudi Arabia. Like they were yes. they were happening on U.S. But soil. If we're talking about like, like that. and that's what I'm saying, there's players who don't care about that to that level, right? Mm-hmm. LeBron cares about his image, cares about everything else that he's associated with. And also cares about his legacy. He, I I can confidently say he would not do that. I can confidently say that he would. The other part, but then I can sit here and also say someone like Russell Westbrook, I still don't feel like would do it. Someone I, like James Harden, I feel like would do it. I am confident that if li- I feel I like if Dave li- doesn't I, win I, the I championship, live. if if this hypothetical Saudi Arabian basketball league offered these niggas the right amount of bread, they would take it. The SBA, the SBA, <laughs> whatever, sure, whatever you want to call Siba. it. Siba. Nah, but I mean, like to your point, right? Like, so like Bryson DeChambeau was on. Because he was one of the guys, the big name guys that went to live. Yeah. And now they're asking him, like, yo, like, like, what do you think? And he was like, yo, like, it's time for people to get, like, move past it. Like, mm-hmm. all the bad things. And it's like. That's a bad look. That's, it, I feel like that's a bad, it's insensitive. Like, look, I'm, I'm the first one to tell you, I have made a 9-11 joke here and there. Yes, I know. Hey. The, the, the perfect JT, I know. But at the same time, like, I'm sensitive to the fact that I know people personally that lost people in that, like, I had family members that were down there, like. I feel like you said going on. Is that also confirmed, by the way? What? That like the people who run live were associated with directly. No, it's not. It's not them. Not the people that run live, right? So it's backed by the the Saudi. That they're backed by people. Backed by what? So it's like the Saudi government something. So the government is backing those. It's basically a governmental fund. Yes. Because I also think because they they, if it's a governmental fund that's a little bit because the way I look at it is I was like at the end of the day like. Most, especially third world countries, are run by the rich anyway. Yeah. So I can't sit here and fault so it's not it because like it feels like, like you're blaming every Saudi thing at yeah, that no, no. point. It's not, not like it's a singular like Saudi person that just like has a boatload of money. It's like 
the, I forget the very specific yeah, name. Yeah, or an organization that did that, but at the same time, yeah. like, it's, it's different like a, it's if it's a, an organization It's a piece of the government the that is just like, yo, we have all this money. It's huh? essentially like a tourism fund, in theory, to bring positive publicity, and, like, the soccer thing is bringing stars there. But, it's, and, but the same entity has been linked, was linked to... Terrorist organizations, funding the ones that did 9 The ones that did 9-11, yes. Okay. Hey man, I'm just saying, dude, you be on some bullshit. Too, no, bro. oh, oh, absolutely. I'm just saying, we're not oh, about to yeah. act. Oh, yeah. We're not, we not, yeah. we not about to act like the U.S. hands <laughs> is completely fucking clean in the, in the world, too. I'm the just The Bay you know. of Pick. Now, let me stop. Let's not do this. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I just think, but like, I, Nicaragua. I think, no, I'm sorry. I think a large part of it is because <laughs> these said, players that make up the NBA are from here and this is all they know, and there's no other place out there that's at that level of competition. And I think you can get a ton of players that will take the money and players that are lesser stars like that that will take the money and go do those things. But I think the top of the top that that group is going after, the LeBrons, the KDs, the things like that, most of them would not go. Right now, it just takes one person to go. And that changes everybody's mind. They're going to be like, wait, hold on. Jokic went over there? Oh, Giannis went over there? Oh, you know, this person went over there? Jamal Murray See, went over there? I feel there? like it's... Di Jimmy Butler went over there? I was like going to say, I feel like it'd have to be an American. Jokic going back, Giannis going back. You know, I feel like that doesn't. It would have to be an American. Luka doing it. I think it would be James Harden. Like, it, I feel like it wouldn't move as much. because I it's can't like, even see Chris Paul doing it. I can see James Harden doing it. Well, he's got State Farm commercials to shoot. So, you know, how's he going to do that? Because you got to think, it also has to be someone that does not care about their image after that point. I don't see CP doing it because that nigga's still chasing rings. You know what? That's what I'm saying. So, I that's mean, what like, I'm saying. It would have to be know, James Harden. But that's the point. But I'm, no, CP no, 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 think no, no. about no. I'm that's saying, the point I'm, of my I'm, argument. I'm saying just specifically CP. I'm not agreeing with everybody you just said. I'm just saying CP specifically. So what, how is that different than any of the other people we said that Jay, have their value? James Harden don't got a ring. That nigga not chasing a ring. He ring chasing, bro. I agree, he's ring chasing. But I can see James Harden. Like I said, at, if James Harden hits 39, hasn't won a ring, two hamsters off the bone, they offer him 500 mil. He's saying no. Definitely not saying that. I think, exactly. I think he's first looking at the strip club situation no. out there. And exactly. Then... But CP3 is in a similar situation, and we can all agree that he wouldn't go. No, because he's chasing rings. Like we know how bad this nigga CP want to win, win the ring, but so, he's a, but he's an outlier though. So if James Harden was at that same point at 39, right? I think James Harden would do it now if they offered him the bread. If James, if James Harden, if but they, that's if, my point. So the majority of these players at that level, I think, would same thing. I feel like. I feel I like Russ wants to win a championship. I feel, like, I feel I, like Dame wants to win a championship too, but I feel like Dame in a couple years, if he's not doing it, I think he would take it too. At what cost though? Like I think if they offered Russ the money, I think Russ would take the money, bro. I think most of these guys would take the money. Like we're hold on. Like let, let's bring it into let's bring this shit back, right? Like the the, the NBA offers these niggas like five year, two hundred million, three hundred million dollar contract. They're all giving this to these niggas in one or two years. Mm-hmm. You think that these guys wouldn't take the money? I, I I can't I can't see that. I can't see guys not taking the money if that was if that's what actually was going on. I think to if me. it's I think if it's a guy who's done it all already, sure. Yeah. I like again, I, the only reason I say KD wouldn't is because KD's a hooper mm -hmm. and is a self-proclaimed hooper, but everyone has their price. But he don't want his rings. He don't run his MVPs. Like someone like Chris Paul, I think he's to, he either needs to know that he, it's never happening and then go do it or he wins the ring. Someone like James Harden, I don't think he care that much. I think, I think yeah. he want, I think he is ring chasing, I, but I think if he doesn't get it, he'll be like, well, you know. Yeah. I think I think Hard, Harden is like, he he definitely would take it. Like he's the one that I think we all on the same page would just would just do it, no questions asked. I think asked. Russ is a hooper hooper. I don't know. I I think you're giving these guys a little too much credit. I really do. I really do. Uh, right. I, 
Yeah, I mean, it's, it's, it was, it's a very spirited debate. It was long, went a lot longer than I thought it would. Yeah. I think the where the Saudis will, I mean, this is their first, I guess, step. I feel like there's got to be a better way to say, like, not just the Saudis, because, again, it's not the Saudi people. It's just, like, these backers. This, this Saudi businessmen? Yeah. The, this, I'll get the Can exact. Can we find out? Yeah. I will give you the exact name of uh, what it is. But I think where you'll see them in the one of the major sports leagues will be in franchise ownership public investment fund public there it is public investment fund so i feel like it'll where we'll see it it won't be a league but it'll be getting a team mm-hmm. like a and team that for makes shit. more sense and then and it's then like would, if you throw like hey and then they don't give a shit about the the luxury tax to an extent yeah because it's like yo hey we want to buy let's say the the jacksonville jaguars for and we're gonna throw we're gonna throw 10 billion at it Jaguars only for, valued at like maybe like two billion. We're gonna throw ten billion. Is the NFL really gonna turn that money down? Nope. Hell no. Not at all. Yeah, and that I think is more plausible. But then that also is not them starting their own shit in Saudi Arabia. No, I, but I think and that's the difference. Well, I don't, I don't think the they American would start sport. Hey, I listen, don't think they would start a, it in that, Saudi Arabia. They would start, start the league here. But then it's a case of all right. That's a start. Them franchising in the same league that is the most competitive in the world is not the same. That's not the same argument that but we're making. All, well, here's the thing, though. I mean, football is not necessarily the best example because the luxury tax works a little bit different with baseball than it does with basketball. Yeah. I mean, I mean, football. I'm yes. saying basketball and in baseball, the luxury tax works a little bit different than with fo- than with football. Mm. But you telling me that if for some, if, like, say the Saudis bought the bought the Mets, it would be Steve Cohen times twenty, probably. Yeah, yeah, they got. They, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, like, but that's them still going Cohen to the best court. league in the world, which is different than them taking the best players to another league. But that's just a start. That's nearsighted. I'm talking about down the line. Like, it's not going to happen overnight. Like, you're not about to get, you know, niggas that like football is an American sport, basketball is an American sport, baseball is an American sports. Like, that's going to be a hard things to take away from America. You know what I'm saying? I think you I, got, and that's well, why I, I feel like it. the NBA at this point is is global. Yes, the yeah. the NBA I'm, is global, but the best still, league is still, it's still here. It's yes. still and America, the best players still come from here. The America, yes. the, I mean, uh, the any, majority, the majority, majority, majority of the majority, league majority, still majority, come from here. Ninety five of the best players yes. in the world. Ninety five. Yeah, there we go. Here. Because yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, these white men are dangerous. These white men are very dangerous. And Greeks. Anyhow, we didn't spend too too long talking about this. We, yo, I was on rock. But I mean, I felt like, like the referee in that gift. Like, oh, 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 oh. it was fair combo though. Was, no, I liked points, it. Points that was good. Made. It was it was entertaining. I, I enjoyed I I enjoyed uh, watching it from a distance. You know what? I also enjoyed watching from a distance on Twitter today. A one Zion Williamson has been trending literally two days in a row. Honestly, this is impressive. Two different days in a twenty and, and non basketball related and none none of it is basketball related. What about was him dunking? Oh my goodness! So if you uh, if you're listening to this, it's probably like Friday or Saturday, maybe Sunday, for so your for your uh, Sunday afternoon drive. Um, Zion Williamson made headlines on Tuesday when he announced um, his girl was pregnant, which is like all right, cool, you know. You know good for zion i mean me personally i don't think people should be having babies this young you know babies having babies you're only 22 you have the whole world in front of you but hey you know it is what it is he got a little bit of slack for that because apparently it's the baby mom or his future uh the mother of his child is why'd you why'd you need to change from baby mom i don't know i feel Don't wife these thoughts. I was gonna. I was being a little bit more PC, John. I don't know. It's just. But anyway, yeah, she's known in these uh, streets uh, fight vids, as we saw in the green room. <laughs> nah, fight um, vids is crazy. She was a what was it, Cam Soda uh, participant. That's bad. 
Cam soda is what? That's like the, that's on the Pornhub ads. That's how you know you down <laughs> bad, bro. Um. So yeah, yeah. that 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 was it. But we're it not was, shaming sex workers, by the way. We're not. We at are not. All. I'm I'm shaming Zion's baby mom because that was a bad choice. Mm-hmm. Um. So yeah, there's that. She's also 29. Somebody had that the funny tweet where it's like, dang, <laughs> having a baby at 29 is a buzzer beater type thing. I was like, oh, that's crazy. <laughs> Um, so it's like, all right, cool, whatever. And then Zion beat the Snow Bunny allegations, uh, the Milkman allegations. So I mean, it was his high school sweetheart. But so it is what it is. And then you also remember the Duke uh, Snapchat shits that mm. happened. Yeah. Any, so anyway, right? So it's cool. Everybody laughs it off, blah, blah. Wednesday <laughs> afternoon, <laughs> randomly, <laughs> an adult film actress that goes by the name of Mariah Mills just goes on an absolute tirade on Twitter and just brings to light a bunch of stuff that is just like, yo, what? Like, first of all, it feels way too early in the day for this shenanigans to happen. But basically, in a sense, Zion and her were a thing. And he was basically telling her, like, yeah, I'm going to move you out to New Orleans, yada, yada, yada. This, that, and third. No game, bro. Bro, and... Bro, she's going off. She's like, you got the right. So if you're going to get a, a, a porn star pregnant, get, get get the right one pregnant. Like, yo. Then she was going graphically about, I let you spit in my mouth and all this other stuff. I'm like, yo, this is bro. It this was is nuts. The the tirade was that she was basically just like, I dead ass cared about you. I didn't tell anyone. I wasn't doing this for clout. I cared about you. You were out here hurt and I was trying to encourage you and da da da. And while you're telling me all these things, you get another bitch pregnant. And was just going, like you said, just going in and talking about you was fucking me raw and all these other porn stars and all of these things. So, I mean, you know, clearly no, we, don't, we don't know the extent, but he's like, you fucking everybody raw, apparently. So you putting me at risk and die. So. And now uh, she think now she's apparently late. Oh, it boys. led to Listen. quite a moment. And this isn't the first case of an NBA player having a baby with a stripper, i.e. Paul George. Um, Wasn't we just talking about this shit last week with Keys with the Lana Rhodes thing? We was. <laughs> we literally was. Um, so it's not like an unheard of thing, but, um, it's, it's such a wild situation for a young star, 22 years old for it to be played out on that way, for him to be telling, like, falling in love. It was like, he heard the milkman allegations and was like, I got to do the polar opposite. Um, and now he's got a seat at 22 with a 29 year old, um, you know, I don't even want to call her a film star, but. No, she's not a film star. Yeah, she was not. I had no idea who she was. Yeah, but what was it? She was. What is her relation to Boozy? Bro, I don't know, but she had a flick with Boozy on her IG, and that and I was and, yeah, and that nigga Boozy be perping, so I don't know. <laughs> he might have. Um, I think yeah. it was like he might have introduced whatever it may be. Uh, it's it's just a wild ass look, and for her to air out, get your get dirty laundry aired out by a porn star is nuts. I mean, that is this. Was that the biggest self-sabotage, like, suicide bomber thing you've seen on Twitter before? Like, it, I have it, never seen somebody go out that bad. It's definitely... You're talking it, about... Mariah! Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. Like, that's... That isn't, like... Yeah. Those are things you should not be putting out to the public. But I mean, yeah, but when you put... When you, when you, <laughs> when you put that, everything that else out... That was a place it, of hurt. Like, it was a place of hurt. She was yeah, hurt. She, she yeah, genuinely she, cared about that man. Yeah, this nigga's... Go on IG Live or some shit for that, like... That nah. makes it better. I don't know, but like at least the Twitter thing, like you get screenshots and things forever. like that. Twitter's like, forever. That's just oh man, it yeah, is, it's I'm some not. some net, some. De- and she and she like 32, 33. She's like yeah. ten years older than this nigga. Yeah, bro. Like, yeah, that's fucking gross. What is? Where are the vets? 
damn it. Like, I, what is going on yo, down in New in Orleans? Every group chat that I'm in, I said the exact same thing. I'm Garrett like, Temple, this, this, what are you doing? This is where that's your boy. This is where that's the, legend. This but is Jonas Valanciunas, what are you doing? This is where the veteran leadership really becomes critical. Brandon Ingram just care about ball. It is. Well, CJ McCollum's right there, and he doesn't care. Yeah. He doesn't care. You really, he, you, you cra- can't. he cracked the CBA. He doesn't care about his teammates. This is ridiculous. CJ McCollum probably you can't, roasting him. You can't fuck with <laughs> these stats, nothing, bro. bro. You cannot fuck with these stats at all. I don't understand. Bro, imagine this happened during basketball season. Thank God it happened during the whole <laughs> season for him, bro. At least he got a couple months to, like, you know, let this shit, shit to cool off. Yeah, right. Just like Jamal Murray did. People forgot. Bible. People f- well, no, I, I mean, see, that was You forgot, too. Well, no, I, I that was It's vastly different. It's vastly because that was no. his girlfriend at the time. Exactly. And, she was but, just a, and, and again, it is different, but this man still essentially had a sex tape leak. Yeah, that was crazy. And he, after that, deleted all his social media. Yes. And came back, like, months later, and then no, everyone forgot about it. I think also people also forgot also because he was, it was around the time he was hurt, too, right? Yeah. Or like I'm sorry, is that not always yeah. hurt? No, I know, but it was, like, the, the, the big, um... What was his last big injury? Um, ACL. The ACL. Mm. It wasn't like right around like that time. So it was like, all right. It might have been before that. Oh, okay. So he kind of like like went away from the public eye in general. So it was like, all right, you fuck. Oh, the dude on, uh, that just got in trouble too. Um, from the, uh, that used to play on the Bucks. Bryn Forbes. He got in trouble for, uh, the domestic abuse of, uh, Elsa Jean. Was it Elsa Jean? It was one of the- For a porn star? That's crazy. Yeah. Like nobody knew, and he just popped up one day on the news. And it's like, oh yeah, he's in trouble for domestic violence. Like, what the hell? About Bryn Forbes, and bro, yeah, just a, just a random ass nigga in the league that somehow will light your team up for like four threes on a mm-hmm. random Tuesday in March, and then be in the G League. Exactly. Um, uh, yeah, yeah, man, it's it's just crazy because like, I don't think it's happened to a star of this caliber since you know they talked about the dirt thing. But it, it seems like a very like this woman is cash girl, and then listen, I don't know her. And again, Nigga, we not coming. We not coming as sex workers. Nigga. I'm prefacing this with this is not I'm, a sex worker thing. This is an individual thing. So this woman is clearly out here hustling because yeah. that's what she was doing before. What was but, John's but, old, uh... it, but if you a sex worker and you a thought, we talking to you. I'm sorry. Sex worker and a thought in terms of like trapping niggas. Okay. Yes. All right. Yeah. You scamming motherfuckers. Yeah, you scamming cool. bitches. Sorry. Right. I had to disclaim yeah. that real quick because yeah. John gave me the look of disappointment. Like, what's up with you, bro? Like, it's, it's not, I'm like, it's I'm, not like I'm like, I'm like, yo, PC, like, what, uh, like, what did, I, what did I say? Like, I, like, if you scamming, we talking to you. The scamming bitches. Yeah, but you didn't say the scamming bitches. Well, now I'm saying the scamming bitches. Cause thought I feel like it's synonymous with hoes, and then you just calling hoes hoes. No, I mean the hoes are hoes. I'm not. I don't got a problem with hoes. That's why it sounded like you had a problem with hoes. I don't have a problem with hoes, John. All right, cool. We, he has a problem with scammers. Scammer hoes. There we go. Scammer hoes. I got gold, a problem. Gold with. diggers. Gold yes. diggers, if you will. Scammer hoes. I got. So a it seemed like that. This is a very obvious situation, and it's like just for the, who is who is supposed to be the next face of the league. Um, it, it's just kind of. Are we are we cooked? <laughs> like, all right, Braun leaves. Steph leaves. KD leaves. Yeah, we're cooked. We're cooked, right? Jaws ja playing with toy guns. Yeah, Zion we, out how here. We cooked. We're cooked. We're cooked. We're Americans cooked. are cooked. Oh, Americans, cooked. Americans are cooked. We're Americans are cooked, bro. But Americans. I told, but I told that y'all draft, this already. That, that I, top I, I four told, in the draft I, is crazy. But I, but I told y'all already, man. Like we, America got a basketball problem. That's just, that's just what this is. It's not, yeah. you know. Because yeah, after that, it's like the rest of the things. And then you got Wemby. You, you know who your hope is as as an American for the next superstar to be the face, oh. Chet. That's your hope. That's the hope wait, as an is American. It? Wait, hold on. It is Chet. Yeah. No, I can't be. We Who gotta else? Have somebody young. Lamelo. 
No, don't want that nah. motherfucker either. It's no, Chet, bro. bro. Bro, there's no, bro, there's no, there's nobody there. There's it's, no, but there's nobody close. Uh, I mean, Scoot. it's somebody. Scoot, maybe it, Scoot. Scoot. It's somebody, Scoot, Scoot but Henderson, he, he, doesn't, he doesn't want me to say it though. Who? He's gonna be mad. No, say it. Say it. Oh, he's. A, it's he's not a, RJ. No. It's, Tatum? That nigga Tatum's still only t- like 24, 25. He's only 25. He's, he's had enough bad shit on his resume. <laughs> I'm just saying, like, he's still young. Oh, my like, God, John. Here you go again with this bullshit. <laughs> we're not gonna, you I'm wasn't just, here last. No, listen. When, when, when no, you, no, the week, I, I listened to the pod. Oh, okay, yeah. you listened to it. Okay, listen, cool, cool, cool. He has a great resume, but at the end of the day, you can't be the face of the league if you keep folding in the playoffs. Yes, so, you can. You listen. can't. He's fold, he's folding early so he don't fold later on. You know what I'm saying? It mm-hmm. really should be it, it yes. should be Zion. It really should no, be it should Zion. Be. They tried but, to do it. They gave him a shoe right away. This man barely played half a season. And and, and that nigga he's can't got stay the, he's trying to bring the anime shit. Like you saw all the anime related content that ESPN yeah. was trying to push out. Uh like especially when he was playing. Like mm-hmm. Yeah. And now I mean that's he's the thing. Got diapers this, to change. That, that's the thing though. Like Josh shit is legit and has ramifications of the league. Zion's shit doesn't have league ramifications. Oh, no, God. it might. No, it, we may not see it, but it might. Bro, the Zion are, uh, start fucking windmilling on motherfuckers. All the NBA will not care because people are gonna tune in. These jokes gonna still fly though. Yeah, and jokes always gonna fly. Jokes will always. The fly. jokes are about to fly again at Chris Paul talking about some dudes told my daughter that's why your dad's never gonna get a ring. Yeah, that's kind of nuts. It's kind of tough. These kids are wild. That's it's wild, but also at the same time, like, oh, what's gonna happen when Zion's kid grows up, and is and 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 the kids just bring up a picture of the cam soda? But you could say that about a lot of people. It's gonna be nasty for uh, it's gonna be nasty for these OnlyFans. uh, You could say that about all of Kanye's children. You could. That's why he created a whole school. Keep them out. Keep all the keep all the riffraff out. They're cooked if they go to PS one ninety two. Nigga, like, what was that? Ah, y'all niggas piss me off. All right. Um, I think that's that's uh, yeah, that's, 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 that's it for the tabloids. Yeah. Get better soon, Judge. Uh, that's all I got. That's all I got for uh, him. I'm just saying. <laughs> oh, all right. This is just a, a random sidebar. Colin Cowher. He said that if Liv offered him the money, he would take it. Yeah, but, I told you. Yeah, you said but, that. but but I'm just no. Colin, but he's confirming Colin Cowher. Yeah, Colin. Cowher. Oh, he just said it again. Well, I mean, because I was like, you said that like five minutes ago. I, I said didn't, it. I didn't say Colin. I, yes, you did. I, I did, said Colin. I did not say Colin. This? They don't not ever want to give me my credit. And not crazy. And, and John Who also, this? not all of us look alike. Who is okay, this? this is crazy. Huh? I've never seen this man in my life. Anyhow, yeah, everybody's everybody's got a price. Everybody's got a price. Well, now we get to the main course of uh, the pod, the Saratoga Sports Pod, NBA Finals talk, and Game Three happened today, Wednesday. It has just finished. The Denver Nuggets victorious, two-one lead as they have retaken. Right, they have now retaken. Home court advantage back from the Miami Heat, who obviously got their win in game two. And look, this was a completely dominating performance by a one Nikola Jokic. Uh, The first 30-20-10 stat line in NBA Finals history. Mind you, he just made history earlier in the series in game one, getting a triple-double in his first career NBA Finals, tying Jason Kidd. Um, this man is absolutely like 
one of the greatest we've ever seen. Like, yeah, like this, this, all he does this, is this make guy really yeah. might be one of the greatest we've ever all seen. All he does I, is make history, and then they keep making excuses. Yeah. That's the why they, they <laughs> like every, That's the why they shouldn't look at every him as time great. this playoffs. It's like every other game. It's like, oh yeah, Nikola Jokic just became the first player to do this, or he is the first player since like, and it's like Bill Russell or like some some crazy number Bro. from like the nineteen seventies. Yeah, yeah, Jokic is the best player in the league. Let's just, <laughs> yeah. let's just leave it there. Jokic, he's the best player They'd be in like, the league right now. I feel like Joel and B did win it because Jokic is white. They're like, mm, I don't think that's I don't what think it is. That's it, guys. I don't think that's it. <laughs> like, Jokic is just doing things that we're we've never seen before. And I, at this point, you could say uh, you may never see again. Like you normally well, would say that, but from, from, from this type of from somebody with his stature, and I don't know. Well, no, we've seen guys average triple doubles and things. like no, that. No, but I'm saying from his stature, we don't know because now there's gonna be a bunch more people that can. They're, they're gonna be like, oh shit, maybe if we teach big man fundamentals. You think we're gonna have a bunch of more big doofy? Uh, but Americans, not Americans, that. not Americans. There you go. See, so more big doofy Europeans coming to the league mm-hmm. and dominating. Yes. I, 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 I absolutely can see that. I am. I, I, I absolutely can see that. If what? you got another seven footer out there, I would like to see it. <laughs> um, yeah, I think uh, he he's doing the things like you know, like I said, the, the Nuggets are the best team coming in. Um, but. You know, don't don't just you can't count that Heat team out, and we saw it in Game Two where no one, you know, Denver hasn't lost a home game since March. Um, up until that point, what? Denver, it's crazy because Denver hadn't lost a game since at home since February with Joker, which is an even crazier stat to think about because that's almost a three month span, right? Mm-hmm. You know who the last oh team to beat the this. Nuggets? At home with Nikola Jokic was <laughs> Mikhail Bridges. Okay, back to back back. To yeah, notice how he didn't say the team. Yeah, he just said the. Yeah, yeah. he, was yeah. yeah. he just I, said I the said. elite role player. Um, goaded. Anyway, uh, I, you know, like I said, don't, you can't count out the Heat even you know after them them losing tonight in Game Three. Um, they they did a lot of good things in that game too. Um, I think that the adjustments that we expected Spo to make, he made, and I think now they're in a position that they're gonna have to do it again. Um, and you know, you try and split these games at home, uh, so that when you go back to Denver, it's it's, it's an even series. But um, that's a lot easier said than done. And you know, a lot of and we've said it on here too. I know I've definitely said it about like kind of turning Jokic into a scorer, right? Where his highest scoring games they usually don't win. Um, but that's a lot easier said than done. And I think there's been a lot of things in the media about that. I kind of like how Spo is basically like, y'all don't know ball if you think we're just turning your Christian to score and you're automatically going to win. Like, it's not that simple. Even though that is what they did. That is what they did, but it's, <laughs> it's not that simple. I think a bigger, a big part of it was Jimmy guarding Jamal. I mean, then also like, just not making shots. I mean, there was a, yep. they had a bunch of missed shots in game two. And then even in game three tonight, they didn't have a lot of, they didn't make a lot of, three-point shots where they really dominated was nah. points in the paint. Mm-hmm. I mean, Those you look at it, right? Paint, yeah. They they shot five of 18 from three-point range, which is 20, 27.8%, right? But look at their points in the paint. They outscored Miami. 60 to 34 points in the paint. They out-rebounded Miami by over 20. 56-32. I, I mean... Those are what you talk about when you're thinking about a team just out physicaling, out muscling, and we're not used to the heat. I'm working harder. Working harder. And we're not used to the heat getting, you know, blitzed like this mm-hmm. in, a, mm-hmm. in a situation where we, when you talk about heat culture, it's usually the toughness aspect. Like, they're not going to get beat to loose balls. I mean, heck, 
Denver turned the ball over more than the Heat did tonight, but it's just a case of, like you said, wanting it more. And I think the Mike Malone, you know, I know he's getting a little bit of slack because he focuses on everything else, but, you know, the games, and he's worried about everybody else getting headlines, but... You, I don't know if you saw snippets of his post-game locker room from game two. Like, he looked pissed. Even he in the, the post-game, he was furious. But go to go to what he was talking about in the post-game because he was talking about not the game itself. He was talking mm-hmm. about effort. Yeah. And guys giving effort. Mm-hmm. And that's and that's a problem. Like, you know, you talk about, you know, rallying his team to victory. If guys not giving effort, that's, that's a problem. And so. I think one of the biggest things we saw in that game two was Michael Porter Jr., Whereas Michael Porter Jr. wasn't in a lot of the game, a lot of that game in the second half down the stretch, he wasn't in there because why? Oh, look at all the open threes that Miami was able to get off all the screening action and just just laziness on defense, um, particularly from Michael Porter Jr. And now I know they hunted Jamal. Jamal's not the best defender, getting around screens and stuff, but at least Jamal's going to give you stuff on offense. If Michael Porter Jr. is— And he works hard on And he works hard. It's not—I will appreciate a bad defender that works hard Mm -hmm. than somebody that's just not going to give a shit. He spent 75% effort. So, if Michael Porter Jr. is not going to make his shots, which he didn't in Game 2, he Mm -hmm. didn't in Game 3, right? He only finished—he finished with two points in 21 minutes. He was the only starter that did not get to— at least 25 minutes. Mm. The next closest is Mike Contavious uh, Caldwell Pope at 27, who also really didn't do anything, only six points, no threes. But you know who did step up? Their bench. Bruce Brown, not a big scoring night, but still 28 points, five points, two two rebounds, th- three blocks. You said Cr- how many points? Five. Oh, you said 28. 28 minutes. Sorry. Okay. I was like, I was like, not a big scoring yeah. night. And he said, I was like, Wait. yeah, sorry, sorry. So it's five, <laughs> five points in 28 minutes. Gotcha. Right. Um, and we kind of used to seeing Bruce Brown do a lot of the scoring, a, a lot more scoring now in these playoffs than he's had in previous, but shout out Christian Braun, shout yeah. out Keese for, uh, making him one of his, uh, X factors, uh, in, in, in a recent pod. Mm-hmm. But Christian Braun in the second half, man, uh, he had a big, really, had, really turned up. And he, there was one particular play. He got the steal when coast to coast, big slam. I think that he had to call timeout right after it. Um, and those are the momentum plays that y- you want to see from your role players. And sometimes if starters aren't performing and living up to task, you got to go deep into your bench. And this is where, you know, having a reliable bench can be noteworthy, which is part of the reason why the Suns kind of fell to the wayside because you don't have anybody to come off the bench to supplement when one or two pieces on your starting rotation aren't pulling their weight. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I also said that K Love was gonna have a, a decent series. I mean, like one of the one of the guys that could potentially come out and do do his thing. Um, big last, impact in game two. Game big, yeah, right, exactly. Mm-hmm. In game two, he did his thing. This game, I don't, after the way that he played in the beginning of this game in the second half of this game, I don't expect him to start again. I think they, I think it was a good game. They they were able to game plan for him because yeah. him starting was a kind of like a almost last minute type thing yeah. in game two and it's like alright now you can max, ma- ma- match the physicality right now that Denver expects him to be in there you work your game around it now yeah. you know how to handle mm-hmm. his physicality uh, Aaron Gordon was in the paint all night mm-hmm. just getting rebound after rebound Jokic was getting rebound after rebound as yeah and I think Love had like nine rebounds in that game too Oh, yeah. No, Love had double-digit rebounds mm-hmm. in game two. This game, two rebounds mm-hmm. at six points, 16 minutes. You know, so I think that's the fear now with Miami is, all right, so now that you've exhausted the Kevin Love game and you've, mm-hmm. you stole the game, cool. Gabe Vincent had a huge game, too, as well. Yes, Gabe Vincent had a big game, too. Duncan I, Robinson. I would love a Gabe Vincent on my team. He's a free agent this summer. Mm-hmm. So pay that tax. 
Um, hey. We have another point guard. But to pay, I, I mean, realistically, the think about it. The Heat's the the Heat's role players didn't really show up tonight. Nobody showed up. It mm-hmm. was Jimmy and it was Bam. Gabe Vincent seven points in thirty two minutes. Granted, he was in foul trouble in the first half. Mm-hmm. Struess three points in twenty four minutes. Duncan Robinson he had nine points in thirteen. Okay, fine. Uh, Martin, 10 points in 32 minutes. Lowry, 9 points in 30 minutes. I mean, you, you're not winning games like that. I mean, that's 94 points, you know, spread out with most of, most of those points coming between Jimmy and Bam. Mm-hmm. You know, that that's two games. And the two games that they lost, their role players, is what cost them the game. But that's the, th- And that's the fear, right, we were talking about last, right. last week where it's like Denver has More much proven. better role players. The Heat have just been kind of flying by the seat of their pants of like, all right, Jimmy's going to do this. Whatever the bench can give us, we hope they just catch fire and, and things like that. But as we all know, a regression to the mean, it's going to happen. Um, my surprise was uh, Highsmith. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, Not getting as much time in game two. It, it's just, it's just conf- I mean, and, and even tonight too, but mm-hmm. I'm just confused because he showed really, really good spurts. At the end of the first game. At right? the end of the yeah. first game. And... I only thought Spo was going to go to him more because in that Bucks series, you saw the same thing with Duncan Robinson. I think they got blown out in game two because they still gave him. They were getting blown out in game two, and then Duncan Robinson got put in for garbage time, and he just hit like four or five threes, and it's like, oh, snap. Mm-hmm. Duncan might have caught his rhythm, which he did, right? And then it parlayed from the Bucks series to the Knicks series, and then from the Knicks series to this to the Celtics series. Um, then we saw him in game two, how, how he erupted and helped lead that comeback. So I am surprised. Highsmith does give them some athleticism. He gives them some length on the wing. Their problem is they're always going to be undersized. Mm. They have nobody that's the same height as Joker, except for Cody Zeller, who is a turnstile right now. And the the, uh, the Middle Eastern dude. Yes. Who they don't play. Who they don't play because like, why are you going to yeah. play him against Jokic? But look, they're going to they're they're it's a gargantuan task. Mm-hmm. They're outmatched, outsized, as shown by the rebound. Outgunned, outmanned, if you will. Like, it's it's yeah. going <laughs> to... I thought you were going to finish it. <laughs> nah, it's all right. <laughs> I've done it. I, I, my Hamilton, it, you know? I, yeah. I, I did it's what been I a minute. To, it's I, been I, a minute. That's why I was like, no, 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 no. Listen, it, it, it lived in this moment. <laughs> Go ahead, JT. But, you know what I liked? I liked seeing, at times, um, how they defended the pick and roll Denver did, mm. which was, especially the Jimmy Bam pick and roll, which was drop. So if ba- so they had Jokic, they'll just have Jokic and drop, make make Jimmy, you know, yeah, force him to make that. And that's that, why that I think the Gabe Vincent Bam pick and roll was so huge in game two because he can't drop against Gabe because mm-hmm. he'll hit those threes. Um, I think, one, I think, I wouldn't say Miami's flying by the seat of their pants. I think they do all the work to find good role players, right? They yes. just, they're, a lot of their role players are still young and they're not proven to the level of the role players that the Nuggets have. Um, the other part of it is... Um, I think this is what this whole series is going to be. It's going to be a chess match. It was the Nuggets came out, the Heat adjusted, they won. The Nuggets adjusted, they won. And I think that's what it's going to be. And the first team that figures it out, figures it out for two games is going to win. So you think whoever can win, do you think it's going to keep going back and forth, back and forth? Or do you think there will be a time where a team will get two in a row? Well, I think that's how someone's going to win. I getting, think it's going to have to be row. two in a row. Mm-hmm. Um, I think the moment one of the team gets two in a row and they then figure something over. else out, then it's over. Because mm-hmm. even if, let's say, they get two in a row here, even if the Heat win that next game, I think it would just be Jimmy or Bam just going nuclear and winning a game on their own. Mm-hmm. But then that, you know, you could have a solid game plan if someone goes nuclear, it is what it is. But you don't need, necessarily need to change the game plan. 
because you're not banking on that happening consistently yeah. right um but like that's kind of what i want and you know i mentioned it to the guys here we've talked about before like um especially after game two it just really seemed like these finals are gonna we said it before if you know ball these were supposed to be a good finals um and it seems like it'll really be shaping up into something special um that's my gut feeling uh you know miles already picked heat in seven and i, I hope it goes that long because this is great basketball obviously the the margins are a little bit bigger than what we may want but at the same time like like the first half was close you know what i mean like it's not like it was nine point game and a half yep like no, these, less than that. Five. It was five. Oh, okay. It was five. Like these, right. these teams are 53, 48. These teams are going back and forth. Um, and it's great players and it's great coaches. So it, it's one that if you if you know ball, like you know, we're seeing special things. Like, bam, you know, those first two games, and even now he's come out super aggressive. He's been doing the things, and um, you know, once uh, how many points did Jamal have tonight? By the way, thirty-four. Okay, So he's he's getting there. He said it. He was like, yeah, Jimmy did a good job, but like that's I, I'm not just a normal. You know, oh, he had a triple double. <laughs> Shout out they, to oh Jamal. my god! Oh, they I just realized that they both had triple doubles. Yes, Jamal. And oh, you can't. I just if you got that. if you got the two best players having triple doubles, you can't expect to win. For being honest, and Damn, and, that, and that's what it came down yeah. to. Their two, their two best players was better than Jimmy and Bam tonight. And yeah, um, they also agreed. But on top of that, they did even get a bigger boost in their role players and the Heat got right. Yes. Um, and you know, I said it uh, before the series started. Whoever you know, whichever second star is great that team is gonna win yep and those first two games i feel like definitely started in game two but even in game one bam was super aggressive offensively and i feel like bam was playing great even though they lost game one he was still playing great um and it showed up to this point he was moving in that direction right that game two win was huge not only did they come back they took it at home mm -hmm. right took um at, at home for denver so uh like those are two things that you know they lost tonight first game at home but miami's not out of this by any stretch of the imagination Glad um i still it. think the nuggets I, I still pick them to win and the team i expect to but like this is not going to be a cakewalk like that team is too good they're too well coached they're too bought in for mm -hmm. them to just roll over and die like a certain green team from the east coast <laughs> um he's always gonna get it john will get his slander off some way somehow for somebody yeah he'll sneak always. it in there um but and and you, you mentioned Duncan Robinson. Um, shout out to Duncan Robinson, man. Like, he really came and busted his ass from being someone who's out of the rotation because of the, the shortcomings in his game to working on those things and staying ready and doing what they needed to. Like, a big thing in that Celtics series and even in the game two was this man is doing the off-ball motion, not only the way he works to get an open three, but is now doing that cutting to the basket and is finishing. That's huge. That's what ascends you to elite role player status is when you can't be left alone from three, but now you're doing the backdoor cuts. You're not afraid to do them, first of all. So you're actually doing them. You're finishing. You're drawing contact. You're doing whatever and doing that at a bigger rate. Obviously, he's still no defensive stopper, but he's working harder at that, and he's just playing super hard, and he's hitting his threes again. So it's like you love to see that. Uh, you hope that continues just so it makes for a more competitive series. But, um, yeah, man, like I'm really, I'm really hoping that my gut feeling is right and that this is going to be one of the best finals um, hopefully ever that we've seen regardless of who wins like of just from a overall basketball standpoint because yeah. it's just that is what is telling me that this series I hope it goes long um, and it's just going to be like a hard fought series the entire way 13 minutes is kind of crazy though Robinson tonight. I, I mean, it's, mm. it's not, bro. I, I mean, mean, if, he, if he's not if he's yeah. not scoring, then what are you good for? I mean, three for six from from three. I mean, but then it's again, it's all, he, he, have, he had a three in, in garbage time mm. too. So let's context matters. Mm -hmm. Like, <laughs> no, no, I, I I get it. I'm just I'm just for how well he played in game two. Mm -hmm. uh 
13 minutes is I mean, surprising to mm, me. But, but also, it could be that maybe they were too big or whatever. The that, that's were like, yeah, like yeah. matchup wise, I, I get it. And he's also not the best defender out yeah. there either. Um, but I mean, in a game where, especially in the second half, where you're down, you know, mm. double digits for a, a large chunk of like later half of that third quarter and mo- majority of the fourth, basically all the fourth. Um, I would have thought maybe you know you throw him in there, get a spark or two, you know maybe yeah. maybe spark a run. I mean we were even talking about it like, hey, the heater down eighteen or twenty at the eight minute mark. Oh, you know like we we got to wait him out because the heat. Coming back. They even had the stat that said um, teams were one in forty one when trailing by eight or more points. I think entering the fourth quarter in this playoffs, the heater four and five. Mm-hmm. So you got to give them that respect. Unfortunately tonight they just didn't. And I, and I think the other part of it too is it was a Duncan run that spurred them on in game two mm-hmm. when they were down. Right? Duncan run, right? Um, you should, you it's know, crazy. You can't like that, but. <laughs> you go through the quarters. It's not like they were getting like fucked up tonight. Like first quarter, 24-24. Second quarter, okay, 29-24. Third quarter, 29-20. Fourth quarter, out out score, 27-26. Like. It's a, the second, and it was mostly a third quarter, right? Because yeah. five, points, yeah, the five third, points is very yeah, doable. Like, it don't, yes. But like, if you it, give it, up it, five it, points, like, then you give up nine points, yes. it gets spooky. I, I, I get it. Like, But yeah. when you actually break it down, yes, these niggas lost by 15 tonight, but... Yeah, it wasn't like it wasn't like they were getting clapped all game. They were in it. Absolutely, they were in, they it. Were in yep. it. They were in it the For entire game. It, yeah. Yeah, it's man. a game of runs, um, and yeah. Denver yeah. just yeah. went on a really, really big run in that third quarter yeah. uh, and were able to maintain it, which they weren't yeah. able to do in game two. And they made good adjustments. And um, uh, Can you just tell me Jimmy's numbers from this game, please? Yeah, absolutely. Because, um, you know, uh, game two, he Jimmy didn't have the best what? game offensively. 28 points, 11 to 24 from the field, two mm-hmm. rebounds, four assists, one block, two turnovers. Yeah, so he didn't have um, the best offensive game in game two, right? Um, he did, you know, be aggressive down a key stretch in the fourth quarter, but for the most part, he wasn't going crazy by any stretch of the imagination. Here is a little bit more, but it was needed from him, right? We need for them to have success, and as obvious as it sounds, it's like we need that consistent Jimmy because we can't bank on a, a Gabe Vincent dropping thirty plus and Max Drews hitting five threes each night. Right, and, and you see Max Drews only one one bucket tonight, three yeah. points, as opposed to Game Two where he came out of the gate mm-hmm. firing, but in Game One. What, 0 for 10? Mm-hmm. Something like that. Same thing yep. with Gabe Vincent. Gabe Vincent had himself a really, really good game. Got got mm-hmm. himself a nice meme picture yeah. in game two. Tonight, seven points. So it's really gonna be on on that role player thing, and we knew that already. But um I I, I really think it's just gonna come down to like pushing the right button buttons from the coaching staff and how Spell's gonna do it. I think that Hedrick's uh, Hedrick. Cedric, um why did I always say Cedric? Fucking Hedrick's anyway, <laughs> Highsmith. Um I think Seeing him come back, I think, will be a good move. We saw him play for very key moments, but I think the size is something. I mean, you wonder, because early season, obviously, injuries and other things played a role before Kevin Lovelock got, um, I can't remember his name, but the Middle Eastern dude, and he did get some good run. So maybe an energy thing at some point, or just to give a different look at Jokic as someone who's a little bit lankier than Cody Zeller. Cody Zeller's fighting a losing battle in there. Um, you know, he's coming in to give Bam a rest and to try and guard Jokic in the NBA Finals. I'm fighting for my fucking life. Literally. <laughs> That's what it looks like, man. That's what it looks like. But, um, you know, we're going to see what buttons uh, Spo pushes. But, I mean, you mentioned it, and I know you tweeted about it at the end of game one, where it was like having Highsmith on Joker is just a different look that seemed to, like, frustrate him a little bit. Um, and just kind of going on what it's going to be. I, I think we can all sit here, and none of us are really confident as to what the Heat can do. But as we saw in game two, Spo found it. I mean, they heck, they had uh, Kyle Lowry on, on, on Joker at Kyle at some Lowry point. is, like, their best fucking rebounder off the bench. Like... You, also, you throw stuff at the wall and see what sticks. That, also, shout out do. to Kyle Lowry after that win for like being a more consistent playoff performer. 
He beating the allegations. I mean, he's talk about changing the narrative because, like, even in the Celtics series, like he was scoring. Like when he's been, you know, coming off injury and you know doing those things, coming off the bench and just getting a couple buckets here and there that were really meaningful. Are you surprised at just how like how much of a flip was a uh, flip? A switch was flipped with Lowry because throughout the regular season, I feel like everybody was in agreement. Kyle Lowry was washed. Like yes, that yeah. man was doing yeah. nothing. They were also the floor. trying to start him for a while. Like between the was it the hip or whatever lower yeah. body injury he had that was nagging him literally like the entire second half of the season. Mm-hmm. But there were games where he was at like getting like thirty three minutes, nice. putting up two points, mm-hmm. four assists, would foul out. For him to have this type of playoff run is pretty commendable. Yeah. Very pretty commendable. And if he gets another ring out of this, I mean Shout out Kyle better than Paul Pierce. I mean, you where do you put him like at I know we don't have to get into it now, but like he he elevates himself in like you know, you talk about he's not a point Hall guards. Of Famer. He's not a Hall of Famer, but not a Hall of Famer. No, no, I'm not saying helps. Hall yeah, of yeah. Fame, but I'm just saying like in terms of point guards that you know you think about in, in history. Yeah. He's played a key role as both a starter and now and as a role reserve. player. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, remember like Shit, I'm not gonna say he definitely would have had it, but he might have had another ring if it wasn't for LeBron. Them, them Toronto yeah. teams were mowing through everyone else. Yeah, it was looking like Levi versus Zeke out there. Miles, I know you saw that tweet. I did. <laughs> <laughs> Just saying, look, man, this is my son watches Attack on Titan. Bro, I am living. Finish this. that shit in a week. And you know, what your, you know what your next mission is, Demon Slayer. Didn't we just talk about this in the text? Okay, but yes, <laughs> we did. We did. We too. did talk about this in the text. But remember how we was at Anime Con? And fucking oh yeah, we was at the in the theater. Yeah, thing, nigga, yeah. Like, no, I look cool. Yeah. They have a nice video game. Okay, that's why Mugen Train gotta be the next watch. Gosh, I wonder. I haven't watched Demon Slayer in mad long. I haven't watched them since I beat the spiders. So, so then, perfect. Mugen Train happens right after that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, there we go. I don't bang with spiders. I'm not gonna lie. Then you'll enjoy it. Actually, there's a spider in there. You'll bang with. Ah, I don't know. Spiders scare the shit out of me. Look at me. There's a spider in that arc you'll bangs with. All right, bet. <laughs> I agree. Yeah, there, there actually is. Arachnophobia, my ass. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, this is a good series so far. Game four will be on Friday. Mm-hmm. So, any predictions for uh, that game? Miami's winning. Okay. It's going to be tied going back to Denver. Mm. You heard it here first. Tied going back to Denver. I don't have a prediction. Interesting. I would like that. I think, like I said, I wanted I to make like it serious. That. I wanted it's I gonna wanted happen. To I I say my prediction is Spo's gonna figure something out. I mean, he could figure something out and say he still lose. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> that's why my, that's why my prediction is Spo's gonna figure something out. Uh, I think I think Denver takes it. Mm. I think they figure out. They stop playing around. Not to say that they they're playing with their food because the Heat have proven they are not food. Who's this light skinned dude? Uh, that's Brown. What? That's what? Christian Brown. Right here. Oh, no, right on the end? No, that's a white man. Okay. I said the light skinned dude. What light skinned dude are you in talking the gray about? Suit. Who was in just the, talking? In the gray suit. That we're was looking like Pee Wee Herman. Okay. You want to continue your thought? Wow. Because I don't. Because, yeah. <laughs> we'll get back to that. It's not. It's really not that deep. That was focusing. curious. Yeah. No, uh, deep. Nah, I, I think Denver pulls it out. Game four. Miami maybe steals it. Game five. But like I said before, it's Denver in six. Hmm. So if it's Denver and five, hey, more power to me. <laughs> then Miles got to buy Mets tickets. Yeah, Denver and five. It's tough. It's whatever. I got it. <laughs> Excuse me. There you go. It is what it is. You said we can't join them. I'm not even. No, I'm not even. I'm not tickets. even. I'm not even tripping because me and Keith's gonna be at that Yankees game sitting nice. 
Ah, I like the confidence. Like for real, Speaking like, I, like you know, I'm, like I'm good, Nick. JT, I appreciate you. Thank you very much. Cause this one right here is hating. I'm not uh, hating. Cause you talking about speaking into existence. I'm <laughs> talking about confidence. I was hating. It's, it's 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 not what you say. Manifest it's, it's how you say it. He said it like I'm trying to encourage. You're not yet. Yeah, this sounds like evidence of absence isn't the absence evidence of absence. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. I'm a little sensitive. Excuse me. I'm not a sensitive. I'm just saying. This has been some very. I'm not gonna lie. This has been one of the more spirited debates between John and Miles on this pod. Just between the live golf stuff. And uh, this, this has been great. And this. Oh, and, <laughs> yeah, and, and this, just whatever. So, just you know, uh, but, yeah, if, any, if nobody else has anything else uh, left, uh, yeah. And now that we have wrapped up sports, it is time for our anime segments. The first being Weeb Weekly. We're watching an episode of an ongoing show and react to it. Um, we are currently watching Hell's Paradise, which is a new anime. I know it's been a couple of weeks, y'all. But, um, I mean, they honestly didn't have an episode last week, so it worked out pretty nicely. Uh, we did episode nine. Um, this episode was so tough, bro. Like, interesting. Um, I was hooked, like, from the beginning. Um, you know, they, it started off a little bit calm, but, like, some guy Mara was, like, decided to take matters into his own hands and ended up having to scrap with one of the Tensin. And at first, I was like, fuck, this is early. And then I started going... These Tencent are still unbeatable to this point. I don't think he's just going to win this fight, but like, what if it kills him? And I'm like, if it kills him, like, is the show that wild? Right. I was like, there's no, like, he is the main character. Like, we can question all the other stuff. He, he, he is die. the main character. I feel like, like with, with him fighting the Tencent, it's just like, we've never seen Gabimaro come close to being on the brink. Nah, he came close. He's in a few when, times. Um, when the fucking, when uh, Sagiri had to save him. When Sagiri finally figured out I could scrap. Uh, but he hasn't been on the brink not, like not, this. Not, not like this, though. This, no, was this like, time he actually hit the edge of death. We his saw him down. literally. God See the was light. like, Yo, he's come like, on, come, my child. But he himself was like, oh shit, I'm a lot further than I thought he was when, yes. when we saw him earlier. But right. yes, this was the absolute brink. That is fair. Yeah. Nah, for real. I, I wasn't expecting it, but he held his own though. I, he he did. So I, I a couple things, right? So the tension, I fuck with the like obviously like they go back and forth of being men and being women. When it transformed into that like little flower thing, like yeah, a weird. lot a that, lot later that, on, you think that's like his like final yes, transformation yes. type they, shit? Well, they, they, they call it, it they were like kinchiki form yeah, or whatever. They were like, yo, a human push you to your whatever, whatever form, form. Like yeah. you soft as hell, boy. Like, so. That made me think, right? Mm -hmm. Not only will one, I think the fight, especially in the beginning, was very Dragon Ball Z-esque. And like the, we're going to run side by side and then just trade blows and do all this stuff. And it was cool, visually stunning. Shout out to Mappa and all those things. But like, did he low-key just fight Reddits? Right. He fought the one that all the other Tencent picked on. Oh, the one that... And he uh, lost. Yeah. Did he low-key fight Reddits? Who it was like, damn, he had problems with this one. All of the Saiyans are going to be dumb strong. And he fought the weakest one when Vegeta is pulled he, up. Is he the weakest one, or were they just like, nah, were they bro. just laughing at him because no, 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 he got they're the one, they're the ones that like, he's the one that they they're like, bro, like you did this shit again. And you you also, don't do your job. He literally you, you you said, you also, you also damn, I get it. I, they, I don't want to get in trouble again. Right. Like he clearly is the one that gets picked on and shit like that. And gotcha, the other gotcha. thing is, is that like you see when they when that the the weakest one takes mm. the the drink from the elixir of life, you see how much. Like clearer the face comes. Well, that's because that he shit. used so much energy. That's what well, they were saying. Yeah, like he, but, he was like no, a right, shriveled up saying, like thingy. I'm saying yeah. though, like that nigga looked 
bad relatively like, yeah, I'm speaking, he, I'm, I'm speaking yeah, he, relatively. he was close to death yes yeah absolutely mm-hmm. yeah but like that's what i'm saying did did he just did gabi Mario fight raditz and lose because remember for my dragon ball people i don't dragon know Z people i don't know goku I, I technically this is a positive thing okay because it allowed him to fight a tenzin get out alive and learn you know now he like how much more could you learn about the Tencent from other than just like from straight up fighting one and pushing him to the brink and like coming out alive and being able to take that back with you and now because of the goodwill that they've created with Mei they now have a little bit of that magic like whatever you want to call it magic or yeah. you know on on their side so that's a good point and like it it kind of leans into like how the beginning of the episode is yo there's too many fucking mysteries that we have to solve and that's why glasses was all fucked up like his brain was fried because he was like we don't have the answers and Gab Mario's like I don't have time to wait for them that's how we end up in this situation but now he has a lot more information he has a lot more information but then there's also like again like with any scenario like this there are also more questions like what exactly are their powers we saw them get pushed to the brink but so they can be killed and what is May's story bro yeah what is good with May? She's clearly not aging at the same pace, I guess, as the tree dude. I can't remember his name. But she also has some power, and the Tencent know her. Is oh, May yeah, because because the dude was like, yo, what the hell is she doing like, here? Yeah. I, all right. So I have two theories that are coming from this. Okay. okay. One, um, did you notice when Gabby Moore was fighting him? He goes, are you a human? And then he goes, you're probably half. Never mind. Or like, you're probably part. And then says, never mind. Ooh, I did not catch that. And I'm thinking, first I was like, oh, it could just be the fact that he was trained by someone who's had the elixir of life as to why he could do it. Oh, you're talking about when they was by the gate. When they, yes, yeah, when they first started when scrapping. Yeah, yeah, when he yeah, was yeah. like, oh shit, he's fucking me up. Right, because you peep, neither of them answered the question. Yeah. Yeah. And he goes, are you human? And he, he asks him if he's Tencent. Mm-hmm. And then the Tencent goes, are, are you, you human? human? And yep. then he goes, after like, he goes, damn, he's like this fast. He could actually hurt me and do all these things. He goes, you're probably, and like pauses. And I feel like he says, you're probably part. And then goes, never mind. And they just, no, he didn't get the finish because Gabamari started hitting him again. Right. So, like, I feel like he was going to say you're probably part Tencent or probably part something else that isn't human. That's why you can do all of these things. So. I mean, I feel like we all kind of had that thought because, like, Gabamari oh was always able to do some, like, like the ascetic blaze shit. And, like, yeah, like, but that's, that's not just, human shit, even but if that's, it is, like, shinobi or whatever. But at the same time, like, the ninjutsu stuff, like, there is a secret to it. That's why the ninja girl can do shit, too. So I, I see where you're coming from, but I don't feel like that's the argument there. Um, I, I also think May might be a Tencent because she used the same power as the Tencent. Yeah. Well, it may be Impossible. like a Greek god situation where like a god like mm-hmm. fucked a human and made a demigod type of thing. Because okay. already, they already exposed the fact that they be having sex with each other. Like and when they were talking about. Hear me out. Thing. Yeah. I, I just I'm, I'm connecting. I'm like I'm the Charlie Day shit. The the who is um Pepe Silva. Yes, yes. who is Pepe Silva? Um, I'm connecting the dots here, right? Mm-hmm. We know nothing about Gabimaru's parents other than that apparently the chief killed them and raised them himself. Mm-hmm. Right now, the story of the seven hermits, the Tenson, is that one original elder split himself into seven personalities. Yes. What if the leader of the village that he came from? Mm-hmm is not someone who went there and took the elixir of life what if he was the elder what, what if, if he, he was, was the number a, the number one he was the one who split off his personalities what i thought all seven were there though wait sorry there sorry. was one person who split personalities mm-hmm. so what if he was the original one 
not only is does he look older than the Tenson because we've seen things of him, but what if it wasn't, oh, he came here, took it, and brought it back to his village. He always had the fucking elixir of life. Okay, my thought on this is when they... Now, and he's Gabumaru's fucking real dad. And that's where your theory comes in about them fucking humans. Because it would explain why he raised him and the other shit. Now, th there's definitely holes in this theory. Yeah. But that's why I'm Pepe Silving. My thought is, like, so when they're at the little, like, gazebo, when they're drinking tea and mm -hmm. roasting old, old boy for getting beat up. They're drinking right? the elixir. They're drinking the elixir. But the purple hair one clearly seems to be the leader. Yes. Mm -hmm. So... And everybody else kind of seems to be on equal footing, except for where, oh boy, mm -hmm. that guy. So you have like five, five or six people that are just like, kinda, uh, you know, hey, we're, we're chummy. Um, so that's where my question would be like, is he, like, they said he got broken up into seven, right? I think, he, I also thought he where, was the original one, the one that I, looked like Ray. So that's what I'm, yeah, the one you thought looked like, look, Ray was like, all right, so why is he clearly the top dog? Because you remember he even said like, only I'm the one allowed he might have got up. the leadership personality or some shit, you know what oh, I mean? Oh, so he doesn't just, like, split personality. Yeah, they said like, it's oh. different parts of the personality, mm -hmm. and okay. each of them is supposed to be, like, one. So that's my theory on that. I was just spitballing about what, what the elder could be. Um, I like your theory, though, because, I like, when you were mentioning the whole, oh, are you this, my thought was then, yes, the, the leader of the tribe, like, mm -hmm. my thought was, like, oh, are you, like, his disciple or, or something like that? Yeah, or maybe all of, like, he's been alive for so long that the entire village is descendants of him. Mm -hmm. So that's why, like, everyone from that village can do all these capabilities. It's not just the training. It's the training as a part of it. But the other thing is if he's been around for generations and the other and they've like, you know, he had a human kid and they keep going, da, 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 whatever that lineage may be, then it could be. That's why Gavin Mario can do things. Why the people in the village do so why would he leave the, That means he'd have to be on the island at some point, right? Yeah. yeah. So why would he leave the island? That's another that's question. More, that's more. That's that's more uncovering that we got to right? do. I'm just I'm just coming up with theories on this shit. I mean, this all makes sense because it's very reminiscent of like Roman and Greek god mm -hmm. origin stories as well as Abrahamic religions, like kind of the creating Adam and Eve from the rib mm -hmm. type of a thing. Yeah. So this it all makes sense to me. But he, do we know if he himself had regenerative powers, the elder? Yeah. Because when right? they talk about, he was like, the way he showed it to the village was he had them attack him. And Gabby Mario was like, I saw them cut out his guts and them shit. drop on the floor and him be fine. So. But we never saw him, like, transform into, like, a spooky, scary. Uh, no, because no one's ever been able to push him to that point. Interesting. And then, so his daughter, Dickface. Mm -hmm. What would. But, all right. So your theory was that Gabby Mario's his son? I think could be. Maybe not. There is a theory there, but like the more I think about it, it could be maybe a descendant of some sort. But then, or he's just not like I. I feel like it was the fact that he questioned if he was human mm -hmm. is the thing that threw me off because everyone else he was like, yeah, they're human. Offer it. I know they maybe, couldn't do any of them. Maybe he was just he was just like that. That surprised you, like, oh shit, that nigga tough. Like, yo, you mm -hmm. you know, like like one of those like you can't be mm -hmm. you can't be human. You, you you too nice with this shit, but. I don't know. I mean, I'm just thinking about all the other media things where that happens, like um, like in Guardians of the Galaxy, right? Oh, where, where uh, Quill, they Quill were like the reason there. he was able to withstand the power of the um, Infinity Stone was mm -hmm. because he wasn't fully human. Mm -hmm. And that's where we find out his father is a planet. That be fucking bitches. Yeah. Crazy. Right? So, like, I, that's why I'm just, like, trying to see where there could be inspiration from in general or just, like, just noticeable <laughs> trends that you see in the media things. Yeah. Sorry, but, I just thought of something funny. You want to share with the class? Yes, it was the uh, the TikTok. So you're talking about like Quill, Quill's dad is a planet. Is, is a planet, right? Mm -hmm. So my first thought was like that TikTok was like, 
How you handle a god penis? Well, you can't handle my penis. <laughs> Mary, 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 Mary. <laughs> you should have had him voice uh, oh Sebastian. <laughs> I'm weak. Nah, he's problematic. <laughs> <laughs> he is very problematic. That's um, why all his videos now are dubbed over by other people. Oh, damn. Yeah. Uh, um. Anyway, Uh. yeah, like, I, I think those things, and I think the the last big bar outside of the fact that they finally are interacting with another group mm. um is when Gabimaru goes i'm like he has a couple moments where he goes i fought monsters before and he goes they're monsters not gods meaning they can be killed they can be touched that i think is like that's fire i feel like, like that is fire. I feel like that's how niggas probably was in the tuning exams when they saw gara get touched for the first time like oh mm. shit like, yeah, <laughs> you realize they that saw they... Rock Lee. It was like, oh, whoa, wait, hold on a second now. So Sasuke's like, we just gotta be fast, <laughs> <laughs> nigga. Rock Lee, that still was like a game breaking moment in anime history. Mm-hmm. Like when he dropped the fucking weights, like, like, like to this day, top that's five still, moment anime history. Still, still, like that's that's up there. Absolutely, bro. that first time going Super Saiyan. Yes, um, I would say figure two. See, but you know what the problem is, though? And Matt's right with the whole, like, all right, you fought this one, now you kind of get some knowledge on, like, how. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But, like, if we, this we, is... We learn that they have, like, a limited life force. Yes. yes. But if this is the weak link, and he, that guy pushed Gabimaru to the I'm brink... that's what I'm saying. That's why how, did he fight Raditz. How <laughs> tough are is everybody else? Oh, but dude, that's, everybody, that's why I yeah. said that before, though, because, like, they, he, they, Gabimaru got pushed to the, link, to the brink now mm-hmm. because he didn't know how to optimally fight this kind mm. of a monster but now that they have all this information and then whatever information they're about to get from Groot walking them to the temple and may and may on yeah. their side if Corey that's gonna that's probably gonna be the biggest boon to all of this mm-hmm. is having may on their side because her obvious powers are going to and yeah. like her obvious relationship with the Tenzin. Mm-hmm. Yeah. also another one is the uh the you know the leader leader tenson mm-hmm. made a good point where it's they referenced the battle of uh other bakugo and his brother and it's mm-hmm. like yo These did you no kill ones. him and he was like yeah i threw him in the pit like no no he did exactly what he was supposed to and then he was like yo nothing's nothing stronger or scarier than a wounded animal mm-hmm. and you saw a boy come out the pit mm-hmm. and he got that rage but so, low-key it was just him yeah, because the other nigga had his flowers coming out of him, so he it was, was. It was just him. His that's brother. the only time you don't yeah, want to but, give somebody their but flowers. But remember, Bakugo was the one who was unconscious when they got dropped into the pit. Mm-hmm. No, but yes, that's that Bakugo is true. Was he, the, was, he was yes. unconscious. I guess they probably thought that the nigga was dead. Maybe I don't know. I'm just no, no. Only. They're not supposed to be dead when they get right. dropped into the pit. Yes, but what I'm saying is, is that his brother thought he was dead. That's the nigga. Get on the mic. I figured was dead because he had flowers coming out of him. Gotcha. You yeah. gotta get close to the mic. I, I think I was looking at you. The fuck? I know. You can't look I'm in. I'm doing uh, both. You, oh. you can't look in to uh, hold the mic close. I be doing it all the time. Okay. I just looked to my left real quick. I was talking to John. Mind the business that matters you. Mm-hmm. Oh, what the fuck? Whoa, hold on. Okay, that's what the fuck I'm This is the pod. This yeah. is my business. <laughs> this is my business. <laughs> but um, I like he jumped out of the pit by himself mm-hmm. holding in a Simon sword. I don't think his brother made it out. His brother definitely didn't make it brother out. Brother didn't make it out. His, his brother himself. was the one who was conscious. His brother gave him his life force, something like that. He knew. I think his brother just woke him up, and the flowers might have started forming on his brother first. Brother, you have to do this. But just. that's, hey man, I'm I'm excited. I'm excited because 
I do like that of that foreshadowing of the y'all these aren't normal humans like these are different than the motherfuckers that came before. The way that this shit is coming together, it's all coming together. Mm-hmm. Right, yep, they doing a good. And it's job. funny too because like Sigiri's sort of like like her her personality and her you know quote unquote womanly tendencies that have been designed as like her weakness as a character this whole time will probably be the single-handed thing that saves them because mm. of the relationship that it fostered with me mm, okay because without without her taking care of may and showing may love for the first time mm-hmm. yeah, she, like she lost her may never would have been there to save gabby mario and um it led to the the moment of may with gabby mario where may where gabby mario's like you don't have to worry about your scars yeah so that's a good point it's so like her her compassion mm-hmm. instead of the traditional like you know emotionless mm-hmm. yeah the emotionless samurai making. just listens to just follow the rules and do whatever yeah also how'd she know she he was there she definitely follow him follow him all right had that to. makes sense had to so i'm like everybody was knocked out yeah so after all of my you know theorize i think the one that makes that that's the most realistic is that may's attention or like somehow related to them because she was the only thing that showed the same power none of the other things did uh she also hasn't like why is she the only human outside of Groot that hasn't you know started turning to a tree i feel like potentially like you know a god procreated with her parent mm. and then her parents ended up like turning into trees gotcha and Groot found her alone at some point i like that idea I'm still just very curious. I think, uh, by God, do you mean like one of the Tenzin? Yeah. Got you. Okay. Cause that's what I was going to say. I was like, for, cause for like Tenzin and, uh, one of them to know, know her is very interesting. And also yeah. we, we get to see more. It's like, um, I think I theorized before where I was like, I think the way to stop them is you have to cut off the supply of the, um, the elixir, which I can't remember its name now. Um, well, I'm curious cause when Gabby Morrow kicked her in the stomach, Mm-hmm. It reacted differently. Mm-hmm. So does that mean like the digestive system is it might be like, their weak point? It it could be like um. It's um, You guys seen Tokyo Ghoul at all? No, that's so, why I'm. Yeah. Okay. Mass. So Tokyo Ghoul, um, the the ghouls have like their heart in a different spot, and they can have multiple hearts, mm. right? So like to kill them, you have to kill all the hearts to fully kill them. So it could be like that's like sort of their weak point or whatever it may be. So I thought I, I that's a good point, Matt, where, where like he noticed that something was different. Um, like if they're drinking the elixir, then if you're like yeah. disrupting their digestive functions. Mm-hmm. That's that, a good point. Yeah. Um, I'm, I am still very curious about like because I'm still going with they got to they got to destroy the pit where the elixir comes from. Um, they got to burn that shit so that no more can be created. Um, and I feel like then it's just like a, a battle of attrition. Like if you push them to their limits and they can't find a way to recover, then that's how you do it. But it's still like, we, we don't really know how they're going to do this shit. And I'm very intrigued as to like, we know Gabby Mario's learning from the battle. What is he going to learn from this new group? Like he, he's got to get something out of it. They're not going to join up just for the sake of joining up. Yep. Like he's got to evolve somehow. So very, very very good episode and it, it led you know led on to a lot more questions yeah nah i'm fucking with it i actually put one of my mans onto this shit and he's like yo bro i caught up in like 
a day. Yeah, because this shit is this shit is like that. No, this is this is a good one. This is one of those like I'm gonna want to read when this season's over. <laughs> like I'm not yeah. gonna want to wait. Nah, Mappa doing this thing for real, man. With this, mm-hmm. absolutely. All right, we got anything else? So he Groot mentions that they prospered for thousands, thousands of years, of years yeah. and then a thousand years ago it was when the prosperity really ended mm-hmm. and everybody kind of died out. So. If being becoming a tree was just a part of the culture, what what happened? Like why why was it that now suddenly it just? I think it's another one of the things we got. Hopefully, we'll learn. Because I, I, I was like, like what happened a thousand years ago that they weren't in prosperity anymore? Yeah, because he was just like, oh yeah, when you get older, you become a tree, and then you go to this place, and then. But apparently, it's not older. But I, or I, at at least whenever point. whenever it happens to you, you just go to this place. I don't think that happened until a th- I think that's what. Yeah, it's oh, you say oh, that's what happened ago. a thousand years ago. I think that's when the Tencent arrived on the island. Oh. At least from what I was interpreting. Cause I remember, like yeah okay I mean that, what are you guys saying? Well I don't sense. I think the Tencent have always been there. Or the Elder has always been there. Mm, and then once so he split into the parts. Yeah. But like the attitudes and personalities, mm. you know, like because then. If you go from one to many, you create competition and arrogance and interesting. And then that that splitting of personalities from like a monotheistic approach may have led to them becoming monsters and sort of like destroying the land that they were born to protect. That's a very interesting theory. I really don't know. I'm very. I'm also very curious as to what could have, what happened a thousand years ago as to what it could be. But that's a, it's a very interesting theory. Because another another thing too, that I kind of that kind of got brought up by, like this so-called like the weakest Tencent that we're we're seeing, mm-hmm. especially when she first approached Gabi Mara. Like she didn't even really want to kill him, or like mm-hmm. it, it didn't really want to kill. It was didn't like, want to fight. Just get out of here. Yeah. And it kind of makes me think that if the purple leader dude is sort of up kind of like like all the men in the saigon like just upholding this rule whereas you know maybe some of these tencent don't even really want or feel the need to do any of this Mm. but they're just following orders it's kind of just like a a, another version of the asaiman situation culturally i don't know see and this is why we do this because we have all these things, we have all these things to think about that we hope get answered by the end. Of, well, I don't think it'll be answered by the end of the season, but like at some point. Excited for the next episode. Yeah, definitely, yeah. definitely. Um, Keep up the good work, Mappa. <laughs> really, y'all, yeah, y'all be doing that. Um, and with that, it's time for our OG anime segment, Anime Book Club. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Woo! We're we are back discussing Blue Lock. Um, Blue Lock matters. <laughs> we did episode 16, 17, and eighteen this week. Which was um, the the setup to them. Who I, I still think it was kind of early for them to play, but them playing Rayo, Chigiri, and uh, Kunigami. I agree. I, I thought I didn't know. I was watched episode sixteen. Nope. You watched episode sixteen last week. Nope. I don't watch half. Okay. Um, but yeah, I, I felt like it was a little bit early. But we we see the setup and then them. Going through, I think we could talk about all three episodes together. Yeah, that's right. Because it's yeah. just like one event, essentially. Basically, um, they they get to know Baru a little bit more before you find out that he's like a real stickler for like very meticulous. the process. Yes, he is very meticulous. He's he's like one of the 
yo, people talk about Mookie Betts all the time, about how he's like very like attentive to detail and shit. Mm. He's like one of those kind of mm. athletes. It's like one of those uh like like army uh yeah. army kids. Yeah, like, yeah, oh, yeah. you gotta fold the, the sheets like this, and you gotta yeah. be up at this time, brush your teeth like mm. this. Like But he's also like one of the first things you see is like not only is he like a disciplinarian, like he puts the work in to do the things that he does. Yes. Right. Like they were like, yo, come practice with us. He was like, I have to do my fucking physical shit first. I need like, like two be- hours of cardio before I can even think about touching the ball. Yeah. It's like, oh, okay. Um, and you know, the one thing about that first episode was I really liked when Ego talks about like talent. Yo, cause basically what he was saying about the whole talent thing is just like, yo, listen, like talent isn't just a thing about if you have it or you don't. It's about if you able to take what you, ah, damn, I'm about I, to, I have, I'm about I have the quote. Oh, I you have the quote. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. Please I say the it. quote, say the quote, say the quote. Say so the quote. he goes, talent is the skill to prove one's own ability. Yep. Someone who dreams of demonstrating the ability he believes into the rest of the world and dedicates his life to it is a genius. There you go. Because they were like, oh, they're all geniuses. Find the genius. Da, da, da. And he was like, that's not how this shit works. Um, and then he like basically tells the group, he goes like, um, was it? I think it was here um, where he he tells the, all the the like the, essentially the backers. They're like, yo, just pick someone out. And he goes, yeah, y'all call him a genius. Everyone thinks he's a genius. And then they send him overseas and he gets humbled and he comes back and is mid as fuck. And that's why we don't get better. Like, that was so real, though. Bro, <laughs> that, he's not... talking about the AAU system. Yo, t- 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 listen, I've been telling y'all. Uh, I mean, AAU still, they, they still pump out some really, really good players. I agree. But they what's the issue they, is that everyone in those little, years, everyone in those little levels. Mm-hmm. They they're the best kid from their town. They're next up, and yeah. they 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 get to the college and they go, "I'm one and done. I don't need to get better. I'm the best kid. I'm the fucking genius." And then they either get humbled in college or they don't fucking pan in the NBA. Yeah, but I feel like you can see that in every sport too. Of though. course, but especially now as like the high school stuff and the other stuff, they get lauded so much more. The social media aspect where everyone's just like, "You're the greatest. You're the next one up." Da da da. Like we had this conversation. I was talking to um my nephew Andre about it about Michael Porter Jr. On the show, you can just call the nigga Drake. Yeah, like I, I was, I had that conversation with him about Michael Porter Jr. and he was like, "Yo, Michael Porter Jr. He was gonna be next. He was gonna be next in high school." And it was all this back injury and stuff like that. And I was like, "I don't know. He seemed pretty healthy now." And on top of that, it's like he was. They're talking about he, he was gonna be the next KD. Everybody's supposed seemed to be the next like, KD. Seemed, next seemed like they Braun, crowned, him, crowned next. him a little early. They did crown him a little early. I that's still, probably. I, I still wish the Knicks would have drafted him, but yeah, but that's a that's a decent comparison. He wouldn't be able to play for y'all the other year. Tracks. <laughs> he would have been able to play for us this year. Might have helped. Maga Porter Jr. Uh, what? No, it's def- I, I, I definitely. I definitely. I definitely. That shit, like, I that, that was real shit, that man. Down. That shit was so real, man. Like the to distinguish between and then just show that like this is what fucking happens this is why we've never progressed because y'all think this is what it is because it's all a cash grab to you and especially because you're not even on the level of other countries so mm-hmm. like what he said like you take somebody from uh, from from japan right you send them over to let's say they go play for tottenham in the premier league yeah and they buns mm-hmm. well he was a genius right but he, clearly he, he not a genius like these geniuses bro, Man, was, man's, made a, man's made a really good point Eagle made a good point when he was talking about oh they're gonna say oh well he can't adapt to the language language, language. I was like culture. yo I'm, 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 like, like, oh. I'm like hold on Blue Lock getting political on niggas <laughs> Yee yeah. Jian Lan yo for real and, they, and that shit is real 
That shit's real. Yee was supposed to be next up. Yee Ji Yee Yo, that's yo, that's a, that's a good point. All right. Interesting. Can- we, all right. So since we're talking about everything, I'm gonna just ask straight up. So yeah. did y'all? So we talked about it last week. We said that we we all said it. Borrow is going to have to get to the point of passing to get to like you know for them to win. Were y'all surprised with how things actually ended up playing out? A little uh. bit, yeah. Well, how did you feel about it? Because it was just interesting because he didn't pass on his own, like, oh, it's for the... It was weird. Like, he figured out what a team was, mm-hmm. but he was like... Fuck F- that shit. Fuck that <laughs> shit. Like, oh, this is what it means to win as a team. Okay. But I'm going to do it still my way. The only reason why he passed was because, like, an instinct... Not instinctive, but, like, out-of-body experience where it's like, oh, shit, like, this kind of his time he right now. He passed because Asagi asserted his will. He did. Then he called him a donkey. I donkey, think yeah, that, that, that shit was yeah. tough, bro. Oh my god, I love that, that shit. Right, because we've never seen respect. we we haven't seen that version of Borrow, and we definitely have not seen that version of Isagi, mm-hmm. where he's just been in that like little little yeah. zone for as long as he he has been. Bro, they were like Isagi's dominating the, the game. Like he's playing with two geniuses and he's dominating the field right now. Like he's if he gets the ball, to they're the like, point if he where, gets the ball, to the it's point over. where to the point where if they had lost, I feel like it would have been a real conversation as to like, damn, Isagi. who who are we about to mm-hmm. like like Isagi looking looking all right. So to me, that was the surprise. Yeah, right. I yeah. think the surprise to me wasn't necessarily borrow. Which I did good feel like he had to figure been, it out. It's good because yeah. you haven't really been like yeah yeah. I think it was him evolving to where like him figuring it out and then literally just going. Yo, I've been trying to fucking make him work, like make like figure out my shit, and then just work around him. Yeah. Fuck that. Like I'm gonna do this shit, and we go like I'm gonna do this shit how I need to do it. Like he he wants to play this way, fine. We gonna play this way, and you better fucking own up to it. Um, how was it? He, I I wrote down as well when they talk about it. Um, like him figuring it out, where he's like, there. First of all, the other two, the other team great fucking team chemistry they they were they were formidable they figured their shit out and then you started to see them evolve right like we see um kunigami scoring off the header yeah. right we see like shigiri shigiri evolved shigiri evolved during, during, evolved. during the thing because yep. he figured out the 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 one touch shit yeah to, you know pass it up the in front of, yeah and like all of those things i think were big and then where asagi finally figures it out and he's like it's always you that has to change. If you want to change the world that isn't following your plan, the only way, like, it's the only way to make it happen is by changing the way you do your things yeah. to take advantage of it. And he was like, well, I tried to play the soccer that I know works, um, and Byron was fucking it up, so I'm going to use my skills yeah. to do what he fucking wants. He wants one person to lead the shit? Fine. He, he went... I'ma lead this shit. I kind of was fucking with how they excluded Baro out of the game mm-hmm. plan. Like they kind of was like him and Nagi, Isagi and Nagi were basically like, "Yo, listen, like we got a good thing going. Mm-hmm. We're gonna feed off of that." Yeah, they're like, "He's playing defense, so fine, play defense. That's we, got, a fact. we got everything else. Nah, let, let, the, him, let, let him let him do his let the him dethrone king shit." He said it's pointless saying anything to a dethrone king. I was like, Oof. "Yo, bro, like he was Isagi really, is like, bro. yeah, that's a new level." Yeah, bro, and I fucking love it. I when, love when, like when, a seagull. Isagi to really become an egoist. When when he be in when he be in a game like mm-hmm. that, we really really like to see that shit, mm-hmm. bro, for real. But um, Barun knew that already because he said it. He goes, "We're both egoists. Like you want to play your game, I want to play my game. Mm-hmm. That's it." And he was like, "And I'm not succumbing to anything else." And that's why, like, I think it was so fire to not to see the progression of Asagi around the geniuses for him to ascend to that level to like be acknowledged to where Baro at the end calls him by his name right and I think with the Baro thing of 
him having that moment and then evolving on his own mm -hmm. um i was like damn i was like he's learning the meaning of being a team player i was like is, is this how it's gonna go like he's gonna figure it out like that's kind of boring you know what i mean like I he just he just goes all right whatever like we're, we're gonna fully do this instead of like being the bar that they push so much like yeah. he can still be borrowed without being an asshole and fit in the system yeah. but like he was completely crushed which is very different mm -hmm. to where also i think it's wild that bar goes i don't play soccer for the love of the game i play soccer because i like crushing motherfuckers yeah he's a real life villain and that's his superpower yeah that's a fact like i think with borrow he's more of the and he said it like i it Soccer is not fun to me unless I'm the nigga that's in charge, unless mm -hmm. I'm the nigga that's out here getting buckets and the reason why my team is winning. So that's why, like, when the the one time that he did actually pass the ball to Isagi, I'm like, damn, like, this is really the setup that they want. Mind you, they're still down. But I'm happy that mm -hmm. they, the game finishes with Borrow figuring it out. Like, you know what? Nah, I got that dog in me. I got the Mamba in me. I'm about to go out here and get this money get these buckets and do what the fuck I know best. So I don't think it's it's I don't think it's about winning. Mm -hmm. I I think um it's like how you said it's like it only matters like it's only fun when I'm the reason why we're winning. I think it's it has nothing to do with that. It's only fun for him to crush other people. Right. Like he could probably lose and be like and look at the dude. He's like I scored 7 goals on you. Right. But you know what activated that in him. <laughs> I didn't what, lose y'all lost. Exactly. <laughs> What activated this in him was that he was a non-factor mm -hmm. in the game mm -hmm. up until the point where, because remember, he took that shot and he hit it like from from half field and mm -hmm. he hit it off off of the post or whatever. But it was still a four-four game at that point. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. So him being a non-factor, I think that's what really woke that up inside of him. Like, yo, nah, I gotta awaken now and really like tap in with, within myself to get better. That whole shit where he was about to pass it and he goes and the shit was pulling him back and he goes. Nah, like the even for him, shit. Yo, the bro. yo, yes. And for him to go, yes. you want to play in the light? He goes, I'll hide in the shadows created by your light. And then I'll take and then I'll strike when I want. And it was just pure, like we want to talk about game breaking, like for him to just go, like the evolution to his nice. shit. Also, the black lightning shit, like the red lightning with the like the streak, the shadow of the hedgehog shit. That shit was so fire, yo, bro. Not gonna lie, this shit is it reminded me of uh Kuriko no basketball mm. because uh Kuriko was the light mm -hmm. and somebody else had to be the shadow you have or to. sorry sorry he Kuriko was the shadow mm -hmm. so he could you know amplify somebody else's light or whatever it is I'm like damn like that's that's some real shit but it's funny how his his uh ev evolvement came out of defeat evolution. whereas ev whereas everybody else's evolution came out of oh I just gotta I gotta get better because I need to get you know the, the team here. So, so it was more of like a, we I need to get better for us to win. Whereas his was I got to get better so I can just defeat so I can just win. Yeah, he's like I got to get better so I can get to my goals. Yeah. And um, I think well I think that there's an element to that through through all of it, right? But I think the two things related to what you're saying is when Nagi talks about Baru before, where Baru's like, bro, you don't think this shit is frustrating for me? Like I'm the most frustrated in this. Um when Asagi goes yo like what the fuck are you doing like you're trying to play your way and it's not working like clearly it's not working why are you still doing this and he goes he goes it's so frustrating he goes you don't think I'm the most frustrated because I'm playing my way and it's not working and then Nagi goes like it's one of those moments where he could relate to him as a genius where he goes you won't know 
like true frustration until you admit defeat. So until you go, damn, what I do doesn't work. Where do I go from here? Like, and I feel like that's why Nagi was able to get to evolve while also being a genius. Cause he admitted like, oh shit, Asagi figured my shit out, right? And then at the end, when they talk to Ego and Ego's like, yeah, like uh, when he talks about the dream doping and he was like, people, oh my that God. shit, bro. Bro, I ain't gonna lie. I, at first, the ego nigga I wasn't fucking That's with. My favorite character. But bro, he be dropping dot. It's all sports related. Now I'm like, yo, because you because you see, it's it. not just sports related. It's no, life related, it's, bro. It's life related. Yeah. But I'm just applying yeah. this specifically to sports because yo, he talking about dream doping, hoop dreams. Bro, it's a, it's a, it's the same shit. Niggas just can't give it up. Bro, dream becomes the chase. Yeah, bro. Like the, he's like, these people are tricking themselves into trying harder. Dream becomes the chase instead of the outcome. So you're clinging to the ghost of a dream. If you don't live your life to achieve your dream, it's pointless. Defeat is the crossroads for your dream and like the strength to fully realize your power, your powerlessness in that moment, like the ability to see despair, that's where the new path comes from. Where he's like, you need to go, damn, this shit isn't working. Like, do I just give up? Yeah, basically, or, or do I just convince myself if I keep trying the same way, it'll work. Yep. So the question, the crossroad is give up um give up on the way you're doing it and trying something else or keep keep pushing keep doing whatever we're doing it'll work yeah. eventually like and that's wild to think of because so many people just think it's give up or keep trying when that middle road of doing something differently and like being able to admit what you were doing is wrong it's like essentially self-awareness like the yeah. self-awareness is key and like that's what that's, that's honestly the, my pet peeve in people when they're not self-aware and the other the other the other thing that we, we talk about is we talk about Isagi's adaptability. Part of the reason why he's able to adapt so well to mm -hmm. these situations is mostly because of um he's self-aware. Of he his powerlessness. Of it. Exactly. Mm -hmm. He's, he's self-aware of his power, powerlessness. He's aware of what's going on in the field. You know, that's it's real shit. Mm -hmm. Yeah, man. We're too. I, I fuck with Blue Lock, man. This is this is a good. This yeah, is these a good episodes day. really have me, man. Good, these these was, are fire. This is good. Yeah, but that's why I'm saying that nigga magic. That's why. Not magic. Bro. That's what I'm saying. This he's shit not, was he's fun. Not, nobody he's can magic, control. But and nobody also, can control also, control the not. outcomes like that. I mean, I think it was moving like Shikamaru out there with the whole like when they're on defense for that last possession, right? And they're trying to get into their the the other teams trying to get into their formation mm -hmm. and shit like that. They he purposely told him to give up the backdoor pass because that's what he wanted because he knew that Nagi was gonna get the first touch, which was gonna set up the transition opportunity. Like not like five steps ahead of for everybody. Being honest, that's more LeBron. Danny's do you remember? Do you remember the, the interview with Shump? Where Shump that was talking about that? That nigga like, is not LeBron. He's not LeBron. He is not. But like that aspect of his game. But I hear where Shump you. was oh, like, "Come on, Shump refs. was like, bro." He told me exactly where to be. He told me exactly what everyone else on the team was gonna do. And next thing I know, the ball was in my hands. And I had an open three. Like he he's like that. Like Asagi, I I just don't agree with the Magic comparison, and I don't agree with the Clay comparison. I think Clay. I, I think he's out. better than Clay because I don't think Clay. Like, Clay can't Clay, Clay Clay don't pass like that. Clay's off ball Clay, movement is great, but Clay's not setting up everyone else. He's not cerebral like that. Yeah, Come on. And he's not seeing like Clay does his job. In terms he does of, his job exceptionally. There's nothing well. that y'all can say that will convince me of otherwise in terms of physical capabilities that this nigga is not Clay Thompson. That nigga gets open and that nigga hits shots. Yeah, but, but Clay we're talking about doesn't the, do the, the other entire side of stuff. It. We're the talking about his entire the, body the entire, of work. Yeah. But in, in terms of the entire body of work, he's not Magic Johnson and he's not Trey Young. Actually, he'd be closer to them. No, he's Why? not. 
Why? Because of the physical capabilities in terms of what he's physically capable of doing. Getting open and hitting open He's shots. physically capable of getting open to score. He's physically capable of passing people open. At that point, he's Steph. He's physically capable he's not Steph, of... He's not Steph either, though. Like, he, he can he, do he, everything on the setting, floor. His setting up ability, not like Steph. The only thing he his don't... Setting up, that's his ability. That's his best ability. No, no, no. His best ability is spatial awareness. That is, is, okay, so that, who's that, the highest IQ player you could think of? The highest IQ player that I can think of. That can ever, hit shots. That can hit shots, probably LeBron. He's not LeBron. No. I don't think he's LeBron level yet, but he's showing the framework. Hey. So what is he, Luca? You say anybody that like anybody said, that Luka. puts the piece together on a, on a puzzle board like that can't just be limited to just. Is he oh, Jokic? He's, he's a shoot. What, but I didn't say that he, he can not just shoot. No, he's not. He's not a playmaker <laughs> like that. Clay is also a great defender. Is, is isn't he great though? Defense. But we've he's seen him. But we've seen him play make countless yeah, times have, of getting have. his teammates I'm open. I'm talking about yeah. to date. To date, right now. Yes. I would. I would give the comparisons. I would say that Isa I would say Isagi is clay. I would say that Nagi is is on some Chris Middleton shit. And Don't I would say that, Nagi like and that. I was no, bro, what do you mean disrespect Nagi like that? Chris, Chris Middleton is not a genius. Chris Middleton is a champion. He's, he's the best Robin in the NBA. He's a champion. I agree. Chris Middleton's a great player. But Chris Middleton wasn't Nagi a genius. Nagi can't play Nagi, by himself. Nagi high key Nagi is probably the best Robin. No. The reason why I say this Na is because JT, thank you. Nagi, 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 no, no, but Nagi can't play by himself. Nagi can't. I put Nagi in the same category as, as Batra. I think they're great. Robin. Nagi I don't hasn't think tried. That's the that's his problem. He don't want to try. Chris Middleton trying real hard. <laughs> Chris Middleton tried mad hard. It would be one thing if Chris Middleton came into the league. Chris Middleton came into the league and was a star player right away. He was not. That's he had to funny. work to get to that point. Nagi was a star player right away. Oh, he he wasn't. You not a star in Group Z. I I ain't gonna lie Bro. to you. The, the groups were fake. I mean, the groups were fake, but I mean, still. Listen, Nagi was an absolute genius at the moment he touched the soccer ball. He was nice. Chris yes. Middleton had to work it to get to that level relative to the NBA. All right, you talking about right? you talking about the grind. I'm talking about on the field. You talking about the talk, don't talk about the grind. I'm not talking about the the buildup. I'm talking about the, the tangible. What is actually there? Just like the way Batra is Kyrie Irving, right? Batra, we can all agree on that. Batra is Kyrie. <sighs> Batra got got it. I, I say he's more Jamal Crawford than Kyrie. Batra got picked up by the top team oh, for a reason. Batra. Oh, I'm, think, I'm, I'm thinking about Chigiri. No. I apologize. Yes, Batra. Batra is Kyrie. Is Kyrie. Batra is Kyrie. Right? Yes. Nagi is someone that had all the talent in the world and didn't and needed someone else to realize it. Right? He had all the talent. No one can do the things he does. Mm. People can do the things Chris Middleton does. Yeah, but nobody does. I'm trying does. to think of better. But nobody I'm does. Trying to but think nobody of better. does. That's but not nobody, true. Nobody does the things Chris Middleton does. But no, as well as Chris Middleton. No, Kevin Durant does. Clay Thompson does. Clay Thompson. Okay, well, Clay, Clay, Tom Clay, Clay, Clay Thompson is already taken though. But Clay, Clay Thompson is Clay Thompson is Isagi. I'm. I'm literally. And Nagi is Chris Middleton. Nagi has and to be Barrow someone. Is Kobe. Nagi had to be someone. Emulate exactly. I'm with JT. And I promise you, we all would say something different for every character, except Barrow probably. And Batra. And I think we're we're no, we're, Bacha, no, we're watching Batra. Everybody Bar said Kyrie. Baro and Batra. All right, cool. So, yeah. bro, fair enough. Nagi has to be someone that came into the league and was nice right away, but had to use other people to really shine. So who was? So who would you think that he would be? <sighs> who was a super talented player that didn't have success until they joined up with someone else? Anthony Davis. Kyrie. <laughs> Anthony a, Davis. He's a D. Anthony Davis. So, so think about all them Pelican teams that he was putting up these numbers, but they wasn't doing shit. And the, the year they had Boogie, they was cooking till Boogie got hurt. I'll say that's the next best comparison. 
Anthony Davis, dog. I like Came AD. in, cooked I like, right I like, away. I like him as AD. Came in, cooked right away. I like him as is AD. looked at as one of the greatest talents of all time. Yeah, I like him as AD. His career is completely I like him as AD. I'm, I'm actually not mad at that. Okay. That's fair. So, Barrow's Kobe. Because I thought I was like, Nagi is, is yeah, Barrow's. Okay. I don't, I'm not, I'm not mad at that. But if I'm he, not mad if at he never wins anything, I, he can't I be personally, Kobe. I still feel like, huh? If he never wins anything, he can't be Kobe. Well, yeah, we he's know he's win. not going to win anything. Yeah. The show is about Isagi. Isagi's going to get it. We just, we, we know what the end goal is going to be. We just got to see how we get there. Who's someone else that really has a mama mentality? Dame? Um, Honestly? Butler. I was going to say Nagi could be Dame. <laughs> Nagi could be Dame. Because hey. Dame's out here like, I'm going to do me regardless. Y'all going to help me or not? Yo, I'm going to do me regardless. Is Shakira looking like this? Oh, my God. This nigga DJ Khaled, bro. <laughs> Yo, he's really That's how I feel about finest. Salma Hayek. Yeah. Time I see Salma Hayek. Like, uh, I'll be, be looking at them Spanish women, both of them like, yo, what's up? Bro, it's... Gail <laughs> <laughs> okay? I'm about to say Gail okay, wow. mommy. Nah, you should have just said it. So, Steven told me this, and um, it just, it always stuck with me, where like, you... You know how generally you can tell how a woman's gonna age by their their mother, or their grandmother. Yeah. Right. Spanish women. He said he's like Spanish women. It's like they either get older and they turn into like a frog, they turn into like Mama Coco, or they turn into like Salma Hayek. Like there's no in between. They either age terribly or they, or age, they age like fine wine. No in between. Yeah, they look like potatoes, or they look. Because like, like when, it, when he said frog, I immediately thought of this. Cause that's how the old people always end up wild. Um, but yeah, I'm uh. So obviously they win. I love Barrow's whole thing. I think um it will just change because now that Asagi knows how to use him, where like he's like, yo, we don't have to. You can go get the ball yourself and do something. That's cool. But you could also be the greatest decoy ever. Mm-hmm. That's also why I think Dame because Barrow also doesn't know how to move off ball like that. And if Dame had stuff, well, not just Steph's ability, he needed someone to play with that could find that. Um. But they win, they they pull it out. Also, Rayo's whole obsession with it just being about Asagi was weird. Like it just showed that yeah, you're not really like that. That, that should kind of turn me off. Mm-hmm. Like I, like I, I I was telling y'all that when they won, they was gonna pick up Rayo. But because of that weird shit, now I'm kind of on the fence about it. All right, so now they picking up. You? They they picking up. They picking up. Uh, old boy Chigiri. All right. The only thing they don't have is 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 lightning quick speed. Hear me out. Hear me out. All right. I I think Chigiri's the move. Um, and I think generally. The reason why I thought they were going to pick him is because he's the only one out of the three that evolved, mm-hmm. right? Kunigami didn't evolve yet. Chigiri evolved. Rayo didn't evolve. I don't think Rayo's that level. But Rayo is the true definition of an all-rounder. Like, he's high level at everything. Like, he is This mad. nigga Tyler's... Why are you on the floor, Cody? Fuck. Sorry. Um, like, he's the true, like, well-rounded player that, like, you can't be average to, to beat him. But, like, he doesn't have one thing that he does better than anyone. Like, exceptionally, exceptionally well. Um. All right. Think about this, right? Chigiri is another one that, like, you sort of need someone else to set up for him, right? He showed his ability to cross, but he needs someone to set up for him, and they don't have a setup person. Not only, like, has Kunigami not evolved yet, think about what his evolution could be. But outside of that, think about you have the two most physical motherfuckers in the league with him and borrow no one's hear me out hear me out no no one's physique can match them they have to fight the game breaker 
I so you get you get fucking twin towers. I, and, you and get the bash bros. You get the bash bros. But you got but you also gotta understand this. You you trying to build your team to be the best five. You know. Like, I don't think that Kunigami gives the best five. Like, in order, the way I see it, like, I, I agree with what JT is saying about Shakiri. I think right? Shakiri is the the, I think, the smart decision. I think it's the obvious choice. I think the obvious choice is Rayo. I disagree. He, and he even said, and niggas even said it in the in the situation. It was like, yo, Rayo is the most balanced of everybody. Only he one said it, though. He, the, the smartest nigga on the team. No, not that he's the most balanced. Only one said he wanted him. Oh, only well, Nagi yeah. said they all Bro, chose a different one person. One said that they want everybody. That's what I'm saying. Okay. So how is he the obvious choice? To me, he's the obvious choice. To you, he, no, okay, but he is the obvious choice because he's the most balanced player out of all, all three of them. Yes, and they said that in the show. That's, I, what, that's okay, why. That's but why, why do they? But why do they need Rayo if Asagi's doing all that shit himself? He's kind of not. I mean, like he's a, he's, he's a, not. Asagi took the game over, dog. He took the game. This time he took. So the wouldn't game you over. need someone this, with this, this time? He took but wouldn't you need over. someone you, you, with you an acceptable rely, talent? You're gonna rely on Asagi to take the game over every single time. But wouldn't you need someone with like exceptional talent? Yeah, to and, get to that next point. And I think Rayo. I think that I. Here's what I think. I think it's Rayo. I think it's Chigiri and Kunigami. Is, eh. So I think Chigiri is the obvious one. He's the only one that evolved. And because, like Isagi said, they don't have someone who's super fast. Facts. I think if it was that obvious, they would have done it at the end of the episode. I think it's going to be a curveball. I really hope it's not Rayo. I'm going to be tight if it's Rayo. I'm honestly. not going to be tight. Because Rayo don't deserve that shit after all the pussy shit he was doing. Definitely does but still deserve it. He's taking the shit mad personal. I, okay. And, and, and Nagi's that's being why, like, bro. And that's why I feel like because he was doing all of that, that's why mm. I feel like it's not going to yeah. be him. But if it was me, if I had to choose between Chigiri and Kunigami, it's Chigiri. I think I think that's, what, and, that's and where it goes. I, I agree. But that's why I think they're going to throw the curveball. And Kunigami is the curveball. I don't think it's an overthink. I hope I'm wrong. I think Isagi knows the vibe. I think Chigiri is the best move there. And again, like I said last week, I think the move is Chikiri has to last a long time and then blow out his knee in something really important so they win. So yep. it's the, oh my God, we're celebrating. We made it through. Oh no, Chigiri's never going to play soccer again because they're setting us up. I we know they're setting us I up. I also think it's- So I think Chigiri's the move. But imagine, but like, I don't know if I'm, if you're a Sagi no, and, and know that you can unlock- That's a fact unlock, though. That's a fact. If yeah. you're a Sagi and you know that you're finding the ability to force someone to evolve and unlock all this potential, not only does Kunigami- have that mid-range shot. We know he's a good defender. Physically matches up against everyone. The Berserker dude literally bodied both both of them. So now you have two big motherfuckers who aren't going to get bodied, yeah. who also can physically match up to the physical traits of the Glam dude and the Berserker dude. So if we're looking at it from a pure matchup standpoint, not bad matchup. It's it gives another matchup. it gives another mid-range shot so that they have to guard it. Right? He also is showing that he's finishing inside the box with the headers and shit. Like, Nagi is like, oh, yeah, I'm going to intercept this cross. Um, and Chigiri comes out of nowhere, then bodies him and finishes it. Yeah. So he's starting to play more physical. Kunigami's ability is what? It's the... The mid-range. Yeah. That long-range fucking shot. He's the hardest kick. It's definitely not happening because my nigga Asagi got that shit already. It's going to be a nigga Isagi that... Asagi doesn't have a mid-range. Asagi, but Asagi got the direct shot, though. The it's direct... not the direct shot. It's the mid-range shot. No, no, no. Asagi got the direct shot. Yeah, I know. But Kunigami's is the mid-range. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I, I hear what you're saying. Yeah. I'm saying that... But what because, is, but I'm what saying is his evolution I'm, I'm saying because Asagi's got the direct shot. Mm -hmm. but, you don't need Kunigami's mid-range shot. It's like... But what would what would his evolution be? We don't know. Well, Kunigami's yeah. evolution be what? You could pull up from fucking half? He nigga, that's just 2 half. That's 2 but OD. You already got a nigga that, that has to shoot from a certain that range anyway right now. The nigga, nigga Rin can fucking pull up from fucking midfield. Y'all forgot why Barrow wanted him? Why Barrow wanted him? Yep. What? So they can control possession more. 
I mean, control possession. Yeah, I mean, control yeah, but, possession so that Barrow could get the ball and score. Thank you. Not, exactly. Barrow is like Kunigami would pass Bar- to Asagi and Barrow, Asagi could run the shit. Barrow is the least credible nigga. Like, what, what, I'm not, what, yeah, I'm not taking no, no type of team building from him because right. it's all about Guys. everybody just get me like, the ball. I, I, Guys. I'll, say, I'll, say that, I'll say that Nagi and Chigiri are feasible options mainly because, I'm not Nagi, I'll say that Rayo and Chigiri are, are viable options because Rayo no, Nagi knows how to play and Isagi knows what it takes to win. So, because Asagi said what? He wanted Chigiri, right? A couple episodes Let's ago. Let's break a show. I still think Chigiri is the... I think that's the one that's going to be chosen. But I'm making an argument why I could see the curveball being Kunigami. Kunigami. But I, that's, still, that's all I'm I, I still think that Rayo is still a more viable option than thing. But like Kunigami? I mean, they're Kunigami. I do. I do. I think... Especially because we just beat him with... Kunigami was there. That physical presence. That didn't do anything. Baro was able to do... Yeah. Look, you still... Bro, he forced Baro to evolve. Baro was doing that against anyone. And he locked up Baro the other... Who forced him to evolve? Asagi. No, I'm talking about. I'm saying in 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 saying they don't need Kunigami. You talking about the the that you need the physical presence thing like that. You don't need that because you already got that with Baru. If it was that great of a physical presence, they wouldn't have lost. That's they, not true. They were able to. They they was able to. They was able Bro, to. Bro, they him. locked up Baru until Baru evolved. I'm saying Kunigami. We did don't. That you shit. don't need the physical presence because what are you gonna? If you're gonna go up against those three geniuses, right? They yeah. don't got the speed to match with Chigiri, especially since he's evolved now. You got the the guy. You have now. But you have that's two, another. Now you person. have two people that can touch the ball better than basically anybody outside of um, old boy, right? Mm-hmm. What is the what? Uh, big. Uh, you know, Rain Man. He's just big and strong. All right, cool. Baru's strong too, right? And Bros himself has that charging whatever ability. Mm-hmm. What was Glam Dude's uh, special ability? He's just, he's got, he's super lanky, jumps really high. He's just super lanky, right? Chigiri can outrun everybody, and then you have Batra. Okay, cool, we know how Batra get down. Batra really not a goal scorer, he's just trying to get people open to pass. So, I, I, I don't see where or why, especially because that team just feels a lot faster mm. than what you're going to get with adding Kunigami. Mm-hmm. I'm definitely in agreement that Rayo serves no purpose. Mm-hmm. He doesn't look like somebody who's going to have his evolution. He just looks like he just wants, as I said from before, he's just some weird dude that has this weird asphyxiation with Nagi. It's like, oh, we're going to play soccer together for all of time. All right, cool, whatever. But so I was like, what does he have that I doesn't? He's better than you. He's bro. better. He's like better he, he, he he's good at soccer. Um, I like when he realized in the game though, when he was like, oh, this is what Asagi does. Yeah, like, oh wow, he's actually does this for real. Um, so that's why I think Chigiri should be the no brainer. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think Chigiri is a no brainer. I was just trying to make an argument as to why there like, there are reasons to pick someone else. Like I feel like it'd be like Chigiri, top of the top, Kunigami. And then the basement is is Rayo. I'm with you oh, on that. Oh, sir, I'm with you bro. On that. I think it's, it's, it's shitting on Rayo for yeah, no reason. Yeah, fuck Rayo. Yeah, Wait, there's a reason? There's absolutely What reason. did Rayo do well what does Rayo on the field do that except Asagi for doesn't? pass to Nagi? They even figured it out in the in when they faced their team. It's like, yo, he is always, his tell is he's always looking for Nagi. Bro, you always he, was know, the, he was the literal facilitator between um, Chigiri and Kunigami. Without without him, like, th- like he was the medium between the two. He was the feeder between the two. Somebody he's gotta a, be. He's, he's the facilitator between the two. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's not an easy thing. And we saw Chigiri get Chigiri two goals by himself. And Chigiri could pass. We saw Chigiri go, co- go coast to Chigiri coast by himself. Thought I, no, 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 Chigiri, Chigiri was like, y'all thought I could just fucking run? Chigiri crossed like a motherfucker. And that's so, like, why. It, they didn't really again, need him. I feel like Chigiri is the obvious choice. Is mm-hmm. the obvious choice. But you think Rayo's over I think Rayo is way over Kunigami. I don't think Kunigami is is even capable. I don't. I really don't. Because if you already got a nigga that can pass in Asagi, what purpose does Rayo serve? Exactly. 
because he can because Asagi can get his direct shot regardless because he's setting up everything else on the field. So even like uh, Baru said, oh snap, he wasn't setting me up for a goal. He was setting himself up for a goal, thinking three steps ahead. So if Isagi can already do that for himself. Mm -hmm. Why does he need somebody else to do that? I'm not mm -hmm. necessarily saying that he can do it for himself, but against better competition, you probably can't do it by yourself because, again, soccer is 11 on 11. It's not three on three. Yeah, but but right, we're now we're five five. right now we're okay. only playing okay. four, okay. Okay. We're playing four on four. And, and we haven't and even gotten to four on four or five I on agree. five. And... I still don't think that Rayo's good enough to handle the higher levels of competition. Yeah, period. I don't. I disagree. I disagree. Um, I disagree. Speaking of the higher levels, did he score at all in uh, in that game when they put when when Team Z was playing them? Did they did he score at all? I and mean, his passes were e were easier to read, and we know Rin read Asagi. Did he score? So Rin did was he score in this, did he score in this I gotta, game. I gotta go. I gotta go back and, and, and watch and, film. And, and I gotta go back. And but watch but film. in this game, did he score? No. The four goals came from Kunigami and. Shigiri. Mm -hmm. He didn't score once. But he assisted on how many? Again. Two. But he, you can't rely on somebody else wait, to score. Hold on. Wait, 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 wait. He assisted, so he assisted on two and facilitated all of them. He, he facilitated a, all of them. Wait, no, he did not, I'm sorry. Is that the, the one that Shigiri, that Shigiri took from yes. wherever, wherever he took from? But he facilitated. So, so we have Shigiri, he facilitated on the one goal for Shigiri, mm -hmm. right? The other one, Shigiri scored himself. Okay. And then Kunigami. Pass got the pass from Chigiri, and then Kunigami scored himself. So he's half the offense, basically, is what you're telling me. But he How can't. He half the offense? He's, he's he's assisted one goal. And, he assisted one goal. No, he assisted on two. He assisted on. No, uh, he wait, no, hold on. What's, so he assisted on. He assisted on the first goal to Chigiri. To Chigiri. Chigiri then scored himself. Yes. Kunig, um, Chigiri did the um cross to Kunigami. That header Kunigami got was from Chigiri. Because mm -hmm. they thought it was going to Rayo. And Kunigami came up, and it was to Kunigami because he was bigger and got the header. And then Kunigami scored himself from long distance. I gotta go back and watch film. I'm yeah. not buying that. How am I? How am I gonna rely on somebody that can't score? We gotta get through these these phases. Everybody is proven, and we even my perfect, my example is this, right? Remember the very very first match when Teams he was playing the the one team, and it was the the, the puffball Afro guy, and you couldn't mm -hmm. see his hair. And then Isagi was like, haha, like I can see the field. He can see the field just like me. But Isagi morphed, got his direct shot, boom, he scored. And then you saw like a few episodes later that same Afro Puff guy was like, he evolved. Yo, yeah. because you beat me, I was able to evolve. Now I score goals mm -hmm. now. Rayo not doing that. He not showing no type of promise that he can do that. So weak link. And I, he's I literally just doing this shit out of spite. So if he, he joins the team, he's going to say, his heart like, is not again, in this. He's again, just a rich kid that wants what did to. I, what did I say? In regards to once I realized that he was being petty. I said, once he's being petty, yeah. I'm like, ah. Uh. Yeah. I think they know he's being petty, too. And yeah. Once he, once I realized he's being petty, I'm like, okay. Usually when that kind of shit happens, mm -hmm. they kind of phase those characters out. So do I think Rayo is going to get chosen? No. But if it was me, I would still choose Rayo. Mm. Uh, the last two things were um, we see Batra try and pick uh, Rin's brain. Like Batra breaking down his personality, I think will be a fun thing to watch. That shit's gonna. Be, that, I ain't gonna lie, Batra was like, "Yo, like if, if if you pass to me, we gonna have a lot of fun playing soccer." Bro, my son was like, "You don't seem like you're having a good time." My, he said, "You seem blue when you play." <laughs> he was like, "I guarantee." My son said, "Get the fuck away from me! You're trying no to fight." When he plays. Mm -mm. And the other part was, did you watch the extra time with uh? I'm the only Bobby one. That, I feel like I was the only one that ever was watching the uh, bro extra time. So sexy soccer mixed with guy that uh can't speak, but now apparently does speak. Yeah. And uh, 
weirdo header guy. I love the whole interaction where they were just trying to sort it out. And then it was like, oh, you could talk the whole time. And he was just being super nice. He goes, I really love your way of soccer. The things that you do, that was super helpful. You're super athletic and you do these things. I think we'll be a great pairing. I think they will pair well together. And I definitely want to see more of fucking Bakugo and his shit. Uh, also, in the extra time at the end of episode 18. Uh, 18 where it talks about the 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 girl yes. the assistant and her um, day that's yes. crazy i'd quit to be honest so, <laughs> she's essentially an intern um her she was wearing potaro earrings so just another anime reference those are the earrings from dragon ball z that cause them to fuse so who is she fusing with you, she's fusing with it was just another ego? reference justin oh well that's I'm, a stupid reference it serves no purpose. Just like just like all the characters look like other fucking anime characters. That's yeah. over purpose. Yeah, but that's cool though. It's not cool to you because you don't know game. You saying I don't know ball? Yeah. Dragon Ball? Yeah. <laughs> that's exactly what I'm saying. <laughs> oh man. Uh yeah, no. It's uh that's why, you know, and the the additional time makes me more certain that they that they picked Shigiri. Mm. Because now we still see more people from Team Z. Mm-hmm. Moving at teaming up, get moving ahead. Mm-hmm. We've already gotten the sob story of Chigiri. We didn't get a sob. We didn't get a backstory for Kunigami. Exactly for Kunigami, which means we're gonna get the sad, the sob story when they don't pick him. Just like we did, we got a sob story from Old Boy when he beat Baru's team. We got in the previous round. We got I'm that sob story it. during the game, though. I'm watching that shit tonight. Fuck the bullshit. That's Loka. I, I can't watch tonight, but I, I would also He's watch lying. it soon. I don't know. I'm I, watching it. I'm I have watching a client at nine. Tonight. Um, shit. I think that's about it. That's all I got. I think so too. Uh, if you guys are following along with us, watch the next two episodes. So 19, 20, and 21 for next week. And that's it from us. We'll catch y'all next week. I got ice in my veins. Walk like a champion, champion, champion. I'm so cold blooded. I fear nobody. Ain't no letting down. I won't let you down. Is that-